Hey everyone, this episode of the podcast is sponsored by, you guessed it, Shooter Lube. Join the revolution and go to ShooterLube.com to save 10% at checkout by using the promo code SINGER. That's right, uh, Shooter Lube, American-made weapons-grade fucking military-grade cleaning solvent. <laughs> the new technology has you cleaning your gun better than ever. The solvent is designed to penetrate deep into the metal cleaning carbon buildup in less time than other leading solvents feel free or feel good knowing that you're cleaning your firearms with a product that passed military testing dalton what does that mean <laughs> dalton dalton laughed <laughs> when it said it passed military testing as a navy vet that whatever we set new standards but the military doesn't that's the point your firearm maintenance should not be banished to the garage or outside because of the harsh chemicals and smells that other solvents use. No, 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 no. Sh Shooter Lube Military Grades Weapon Solvent is simply the best. It's odorless. Non there is no water in it. It's fully evaporatable. Uh, it fully evaporates. This is a shit read. Uh, it leaves no residue. There's no, there's no hazardous ingredients per the EPA. Uh, high flash point, non-corrosive, does not freeze, and it's non-flammable. Uh, the second stage is the extreme weapons oil. Uh, stand lubricant, standard lubricants and gun uh, CLPs are outdated, and they're a thing of the past, you guys. The Shooter Lube Extreme Weapons Oil is different. Uh, with the new cutting-edge technology, they're creating a new level of gun lubrication and protection. Unlike many other gun oils, uh, they just sit on the surface. The Extreme Weapons Oil penetrates deep into the pores of the metal. Uh, it forms a bond on and in the metal that doesn't wipe off, wear off, melt, evaporate with heavy use, none of that stupid shit. Uh, feel confident using your weapon to its fullest potential, knowing that it is fully protected from wear and corrosion. Uh, it's biodegradable, non-flammable, non-toxic. It is 100% synthetic. I actually said that word correctly for once. No, uh, There's low odor, non-staining, rust and corrosion protection, and it reduces wear and friction. Plus, uh, right now, they're also running a promo above and beyond the 10% the off if you use the, the code uh, SINGER at checkout. They're also offering free shipping on all orders right now. I don't know how long that lasts, but whatever. Take care of your gun. Stop being a bitch. Uh, this episode is also sponsored by my own Patreon. Um, that's how we fund this podcast right now, you guys. Um, we need supporters so we can uh, continue to maintain and upgrade gear. I can hire a producer and start getting rid of all these horrible production inconsistencies. I don't know if you're as irritated as I am with them, but that's how we do it. So join the Patreon. Go to patreon.com slash Jared Singer Live. All right. So my guest for today is Dalton Lightkeeper. Uh, apparently, I can't even say his fucking name. Uh, he's a very, 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 very good friend of mine. Um, he's also the guitar player in my band. And uh, he's a former NSA analyst. Uh, he's an Army vet. Um, and we're, or, yeah, Navy vet, sorry, Navy vet. Uh, I, I'm all over the place, you guys. Uh, long story short, he's my best friend, even though I don't know, or one of my best friends, even though I don't know how to say his name or what he did for a living. Please welcome to the podcast. We're going to talk about some chaos. Dalton Lightkeeper. And we're live. How you doing, buddy? Decent. Thanks for doing this. Decent. Appreciate no it. Lots to talk about. Yeah, we figured man. now been, now'd be a great I time. I haven't been over here since uh I helped just set it up. So I haven't actually done one in the new space. So That's, right. Cool. That's right. That's cool. right. Uh pull that pull that, that a little closer to you. A little closer? Yeah, or flip it up. Oh. Yeah. Oh hello. I like that. Oh hello. Hello. I got there you thing. go. Yeah. 
Yeah, it makes it a lot easier to oh, keep yeah. it right in your mouth. Yeah. That's what sucks about the 58s. I keep talking about this with people, like, but they don't understand each microphone. I have four spots. Each yeah. microphone is 400 bucks, And then I right. may potentially need a cloud lifter, which is another $100 per microphone. A cloud and I, ca- I can get, do you know what a cloud lifter is? It's just it's a little. Like, like the, the thing that holds it in. Like, no, 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 no. It's a, it's a preamp. Oh, it's a little okay. inline preamp. Gotcha. So it's a, you just one in, one out. And it just fucking boosts the signal. Um, it's supposed to help with like if there's a ground loop hum and stuff like that. Gotcha. Um, gotcha. I don't know if that's actually true or not. It's debatable whether you need them. But yeah. they sell a rack mount one with four ins and four outs. And I was like, well, I'll just get that one then. So and but guess what? It's four hundred bucks. Right. So it's still a hundred bucks per channel. Right. So it's two grand to upgrade the mics, guys. That's what I'm getting at. <laughs> Subscribe to the Patreon channel. That's that's the fucking people. That's Make literally the point of that. Um, but yeah, dude, I, I uh, I'm I'm grateful that you you decided to come on and yeah, do this a lot's happened. I had a free <laughs> slot and a lot happened. So a, lot, a lot's happened. So we might as well talk about it. Fuck yeah! I man. got the coronavirus, which fucking sucked. Yeah, sucked. It Go really on. sucked. So, I got it from my kid, so having to, like, wake her up in the morning and tell her that she's got COVID, because, you, you know, you can't fuck around with this kind of information, you know? Right. And having to, like, you know, console her, because, you know, she's 11 and has seen the news and knows that a lot of people have died from it, you know? So, console her first, I go get tested, I start feeling like shit start feeling a little uh, it started with like a, a nap like like on tuesday we had i forget what we had done that day but i remember like taking a nap from like four to eight and just being like what the hell and jasmine too and the next morning we went and got marley t- the next morning we got marley's results back and i started feeling like shit and we got tested and by Wednesday night, I felt like I had been hit by a fucking truck. Like, my entire body just hurt. Every Damn. joint was just, not on fire, but, like, just, ow. Like, you'd, like you'd fucking sprained it, you know? Just terrible, terrible pains. The headache was, was pretty incredible. Uh, sensitivity to light, sound, all that shit. Um, and then it started feeling out of body, like... Like, if I had to, like, get up, like, I'd start feeling okay after taking a bunch of DayQuil and uh, aspirin. And, like, I'd get up to go get a glass of water, and I'd feel like a fucking water balloon. Like, but, like, a half-full one. (laughs) Like, just everything inside me was just kind of sloshing around. And my my eyes felt about eight feet deep in in my skull. Damn. It was fucking weird, man. And then I'd get, like chest pains but it wasn't like lung pain or anything i like I, nothing ever happened with my lungs thank god because that's how people die from it right you know it, that's that's what kills you is it fucks up your lungs and you start coughing and then you don't stop need to relight the cigarette it went out yeah or you drowned in your own fucking fluid because of pneumonia right but the the scariest thing is definitely when you know you've got it and symptoms are getting worse. Like they're like you, you really que- I I question my mortality right. for the for, for the first serious time in my life. Like like holy shit, 
I could, I could, I could be dead in like a month or a couple of weeks if this doesn't go well, you right. know, like the thought crosses your mind and man, it's, it, it's motivated. It's motivated me. That's for sure. Like I've been a lot well, better at like just school, uh, making art, working on our stuff and, you know, changing my Twitter feed away from politics to <laughs> just musicians has been so much better for my mental health because I'm now I'm interacting with people that are just a lot more fun and care about the thing, still care about the things I care about, but they're just different things, you know? And yeah, I, there's still, you know, political bleed through because it's, you know, the 21st century right? and things happen and people talk about them. But yeah, um, it's it, don't don't fucking get the coronavirus. It I mean, sucks. here's the thing, though, dude, is like you're probably going to get it. Like, this and, is what yeah. people need to understand is like from the beginning, they said about 85 percent of us are probably going to get it. And it's virtually inevitable. We're just trying to slow it down so we don't get hit all at once. Right. That right. was the whole point. Right. Right. Because the whole thing, it, it's not even necessarily. That, like what 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 could happen is if it spreads completely uncontrolled and everyone gets it then you've got like a strain on our entire system that could collapse right, yep. the entire country. Like, right. You got, yeah, like, exactly. you got it, like that. The, the goal wasn't to just shut down every mom and pop restaurant that you love. You know, that's like, right. like that. That's not what anyone was trying to do here. Yeah. Uh, it, it's, it, and it sucks and everyone knows it sucks. And <laughs> it's, brutal. it's brutal. I mean, my aunt just died a couple of weeks ago. Yeah. Last week or the week before my, my, my uncle, uh, was fighting cancer he got it and he managed to he managed to pull through but like it's my mom's side of the family there we're that's where we get that neanderthal dna that's (laughs) (laughs) well if you have fair skin and light hair you have more neanderthal dna than than most dark skin people white people i mean neanderthals were fair skinned and light haired right light eyed from the north from the north, dragging the, the knuckles. Yeah. The knuckle dragons. The knuckle dragons, the mouth breathers. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, so that was that was pretty fucking wild getting the coronavirus. What else what, like we we dodged a bullet though. We really did because uh we picked up I got it from my daughter. We picked her up on Saturday and we were supposed to meet up with my parents on like Monday and Marley was starting to feel sick on Monday, Sunday night, Monday morning. And we, we just because of the way our plans work out and they live like an hour away they ended up coming down on tuesday and we were and she was like sick sick my parents didn't come in the house that sucks they just they dropped they dropped off like 50 pounds of pork and marley's mm. uh christmas presents cuz like my sister's right got uh, got a friend who had a had a pig and, That's awesome. And they got they got like two hundred pounds of pork, and they're just they're just like literally giving it away. And we got we got in the way of it. And dude, oh my god, no so more good. pork, no more. It's so good. Pork chops, ham steaks. Oh, that vent that tube of venison I gave you came from yeah. that that home. Yeah, that's awesome. I can't. I'm just still trying to figure out how do I want to do it because it's not a lot, but it's enough to where it's like. Yeah. You can make a pretty wicked venison, couple couple venison burgers out of it. That's what I'm thinking. I'm thinking like two decent patties. Yeah. So good. So good. Yeah, I'm pretty excited for it, man. I'm also thinking I got a food dehydrator. I'm wondering if I should bust that out Ooh. of the box and just make some jerky. But there's not a lot there's not a lot of jerky there either. Right. I'll figure it out. We'll we'll see what happens. Yeah. But um 
so how did your daughter deal with it? Like, uh, was she like more asymptomatic no, than you she, were? She was, uh, she had like a scratchy throat, a pretty bad headache and was really tired and, you know, just didn't want to move. But then Jasmine, your girlfriend seems to be fairly asymptomatic yeah. for the and most she, part. And, and she, when she got tested twice and had an antibody test and they all came back negative. I thought she just tested positive. No. Hmm. Right. So why is her quarantine longer than yours? Just because of what the policy is, because it's such a blanket policy, right? Because it's for, it's not necessarily written for people that are cohabitating. Because like, my quarantine ended ten days after the onset of symptoms, right? Okay. But because I was positive, she has to quarantine. 14 days from the end of someone, a COVID positive person's quarantine period. So you had to quarantine for 10 days with her. Yes. And then she has to, and then she has to quarantine for another 14 days. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) So literally a month. I mean, that's, that's practically a month. The day in February, that's two days short of the whole month. I know. I know. And the day that I tested positive, four days, she got a job offer. For like a new like forty hour a week gig at a bicycle tire spot over in Roseville, and she was brutal. like, "Oh, that's awesome!" Brutal. Bad news. <laughs> Fucking brutal. Just like, oh my, this is the winter of our malcontent, right? It, and then, and and then after all of that, the fucking country nearly gets overthrown by Al Qaeda. Like, <laughs> like what the fuck? We uh. We both, coincidentally, we had a cool little moment after the coup. Yeah. I was texting you. I texted you, and my question was, what do you... No, I didn't even ask you what you call somebody who is a member of a coup. I asked, what do you call a member of a coup in Spanish? Because you were a Spanish linguist right. in, in the NSA. And you gave me some some answer that I think I had heard a yeah, v- so version of. Yeah, so in Spanish it's called a golpe de estado. Yeah, that's too long. Yeah, and, it and a, what a, I was it means a hit of state. Yeah, what it translates to. And it's so what we were, it, but he sent me a screenshot, and he's like, because I've been thinking along the same lines, and right. we were sending each <laughs> we, other screenshots. We, we, they were the same screenshot. Yeah, because because <laughs> there's a lot of words to yeah. technically use yeah. for somebody who's been a part of a coup, but they're all ridiculous. The closest actual right. one that's not ridiculous is an insurrectionist. Right. But that was still too long. I was like, we yeah. need something short. We need something <laughs> quick. And you came up with kooks. Yeah. But you spell it C-O-U-K-S. Like it's coo, kook, like you're fucking crazy. Yep. And you include the Ks because they're fucking clan members. Well, and they're also kind of cucks. Yeah, cucks. That's what it was. Yeah, that's where the that's, that's where, where that's why you had left the U in there. Yeah, that's why. Because otherwise, U in it there. just looks like so. It's kooks like nukes. Yeah, but it looks like uh, calcs or yeah. But I mean, people figure it out. It's not that hard. I, to I fucking out. hope so. I mean, I worked in I've worked in language long enough to know when something should be pretty readable. But we joked about how we got to start a hashtag kooks like nukes. <laughs> a bunch of kooks. For real though, because that those motherfuckers, I know. I don't think because I watched that go down in real time. Oh yeah, me too. And I watched a lot of information and replays of shit afterwards. And it's, and I think 
almost 90% of the people that actually stormed the Capitol, that shit was pre-planned and they showed up there to do that. And I don't think they were actual bona fide Trump supporters. I think the majority of the actual stormers just put on that regalia to fucking blend right. in. Well, Because people started dispersing pretty rapidly yeah, as seems, soon as violence... Be, when, it come, when, it, when it comes down to who did what, when, and how... You I mean, know? that one dude has a fucking hammer and sickle tattoo on his hand. The one that's like the where it's the... There's like the Viking guy right in front. Yeah. And there's a couple other people to his left what would be our right. I haven't seen that. And then there's the fat guy in the hoodie to the left of that. And he's I think he's I think it's a hoodie, but I think he's also got a hat on, but he's wearing like a he's a fat guy and he's on the left side. So there's like <laughs> a the fat guy at the coup. There's like there's like the Viking dude, <laughs> yeah. and then there's the guy to his right, which would be our Pull left. It up if you can, if you um, can. I should be because I haven't seen that guy. But for but for the most like there there was a contingent of oath keepers there you, like there's a really great video of like so them so you were like, telling me I'd never heard of the oath keepers so explain to the listeners what the oath keepers uh, are uh, from from what I understand uh, like or uh, hold on they, let me put this in more context because we're getting into this way too fast so <laughs> is what we're explaining in context is that much like the George Floyd riots we believe. That there is uh, other people going in, other groups, Proud Boys, Antifa, apparently Oath Keepers, other groups that are going in, posing as supporters to ensue there, chaos. There hasn't been an- Antifa at at the at the riot though. At the, I at the I don't believe that. I, I you think you think Antifa would show up to a an event designed to keep President Trump in office? Like they're they're guy fucking one. It's just like the the ideals the ideals are completely contradictory. And that like even the FBI, I don't think dude even the FBI what saying, has come already Antifa, come out and said like no this Antifa wasn't. doesn't have those type of hard fast ideas ideals like they claim to be anti fascist and but all the, this but they shit. Don't, they also don't have a membership. They either. sow chaos. That's what they do. They sow chaos. Like and I understand what you're saying. They don't. That makes it worse to me. That means that you can have somebody claim to be Antifa and going out there and doing other shit that wouldn't normally be under the Antifa uh, um, uh, manuscript or whatever you want to call yeah, it. Well, they don't like, ha- they the don't lack have- of organization makes it more dangerous, not less dangerous. Because that's how the Proud Boys went extreme. It started off as a joke from the Gavin right. McGinnis show where anybody could join this gang. There was right. no initiation. It was a joke. But there was no real leadership or organization, and it turned into a right-wing extremist group. Right that's that's all i'm saying so like i hear you but i just don't think they've arrested and busted anybody in antifa yet i don't think they can i don't think they can say that i don't think they can say that definitively you can't arrest anybody who's in antifa because you're either anti-fascist or you're not that's the that's the whole thing that's the whole thing (laughs) (laughs) like that's it I mean, it's so stupid. Like that's that. It, it, right. So I either have to admit I'm anti-fascist, which means I'm antifa, no, or I'm not. It, yeah. Right. <laughs> but the problem is, is I don't think antifa are good guys. So when they're you, running you, around so doing, why, why shit, would you think that being fascist is a good thing then? See what see what because you're trying to do there. See, see, not, I'm not trying to do anything. That's that is the thing, dude. Like, because antifa is. isn't really anti-fascist. That's what I'm getting at. They I mean, use violence. Wanna, wanna, they use violence. About, if you want to talk like about that anarchists is, that are using like black block techniques 
in Portland and shit, sure, we can talk about anarchists, but like it, it be someone being anti fascist is like But that's, that's not it. what Antifa really is, dude. But you're, because Antifa you're putting... runs around and punches people in the face. Like <laughs> like dude Anarchists like, do. Anarchists when you, do. When, like, when you show up, when no, that's the whole but, thing. But, but, Antifa, but, punch Antifa Nazis. Is, is, okay, so let, let, me, let the, me try But let, punching let try Nazis it. is anti-American. Like What? It's not really? illegal <laughs> to be a Nazi, dude. You're just not allowed to hold office. <laughs> it's not illegal to be a Nazi. It's not illegal right. to be a white supremacist. Right. It's not. Okay? Right. And it's not okay to go bring violence upon those people because of their beliefs. That they're sti- they still they still have they, they still have a right to be here's safe, the difference in their person. they're they're sure. simply not allowed to hold political office for good fucking reason. So, I am not cool with a group of people who have rallies and their mantra is punch Nazis. No, <laughs> we defeated the Nazis. They're we done. Didn't. Yes, they're here. Oh come on, dude. But, dude, See, but they just but tried this... to overthrow the capital. So vote. now you're saying Donald Trump is a Nazi. I'm not you're saying, saying no. I'm not. That's you're not saying what those I said. people. Those you're saying I'm those saying, rioters, the I'm, kooks, I'm are saying, Nazis. I, some not all the Nazis like Trump. Not I'm not. That's not not going the other direction. That's not saying that Trump is a Nazi. Anyone who is a Nazi does like Trump. You just said they tried to overthrow the government. Yeah, there were Nazis there trying to over helping to with everyone else with the Proud Boys and all who those incited other that riot. The president. So. By transitive responsibility there, you are saying that he is a Nazi and him and his group and the people involved with that are all Nazis. That's literally what you're saying. <laughs> That's more of a direct analogy than what you tried to do with me by saying, well, if you're against Antifa, then you must be pro-fascism. That's more absurd than what I just said, because you literally actually said all of those things. I'm just putting them in line. You tried to draw a line by no, me dude. saying I'm not down with no, Antifa dude. to say I'm, I'm pro-fascism. I'm ta- That's insane. People, don't, people aren't looking at the George Floyd protests or anything that's happened in the last year and saying, look at these anarchists that are, that are attacking police. Say that again? No one, no one is saying that it's anarchists that are attacking the police. Why not? Yes, they are. There's plenty of people. And there's most of us that, no, that are being it, honest and, and say t- there's, there's... Antifa has become the catch-all term for anyone that's dressed in the black black uniform or, u- or using an Antifa Twitter handle to organize. Like, that's the way you see it. Because that's the you way could it say, is. No, it's not, Dalton. That's just your perception, dude, because I can say the same thing about you guys every time something happens. Oh, white supremacy. Oh, Proud Boys. Oh, uh, alt right, right. And it's like no, you're just lumping. That's the catch-all. You, you're doing. You're you're basically, and I've heard you bitch about this, but I see you doing the same thing. Sure. So, if we're gonna have a nuanced discussion, then we gotta get rid well, of this I, way. I, the the I, way that we're doing this and right. lumping everything together, it's not gonna work. Well, because I, I guess I don't understand who you think Antifa is. Well, name, name a member of Antifa. See, this is like, a problem. Right? This is this like, is a problem because I actually do know several members of Antifa personally, and it's too easy of a group to get in. Because literally, you know what the requirements are? Say you're, say you're an Antifa. Antifa. Yeah. Show up at Antifa rallies. Do Antifa things. That's how you're in Antifa. But then they do block up. They do make coordinated attacks. Like, have they taken over a Capitol building in, a, in uh, any give, in any states? Uh, they took over a government building. And they attacked multiple federal buildings. What do you think CHOP was? They took over four or five or six city blocks. Yeah. 
Dude, for a month. But they don't have for fucking months, membership cards. They murdered, dude. Like an they murdered people in that Ooh. chop. And people died in chop. They didn't let you come in without an ID and searched you for weapons. Dude, they turned it into a straight up communist government and held onto it for a fucking month, Dalton. Dude, Antifa did that. It, it, dude, chop is is hardly any different than George Floyd Square. It was the same thing. Like, no, it's yeah. not even remotely the same thing, dude. The, the, no, dude, I did not. Height... Ha- I did not have to show a fucking ID to go down to George Floyd Square. I did not have to be strip searched, not strip searched, but you know what I mean, searched. Okay, for cameras. Like, no, dude, shit got real fucking dark over at Chop real fucking quick. Like, real dark, real quick. Right. So during we... the day, it seemed cool until you went in there and seemed to be not from there. Like they had people chasing people around outside the complex, tracking them down. So once they left, tracking them down in unmarked vehicles, they're blacked out top to toe, driving in unmarked vehicle, taking down people's numbers. Like, dude, no. Like, see, I don't. And here, here's that's the, not here's, the here's, same here's, thing as what I'm getting my, at, though. Here's part of my here's part of my problem and my issue. And that, and this is a, fa- a fault I have is I next, I don't know. I know next to nothing about chop you know like everything it was so hard for me to get a read on what what news coming out of there was factual and here's the thing y- is i know? think it was all factual well, it, so no, you it could be on one I, side of chop I guarantee you here, here's what hear me based out based on based on the experience of the last couple years and understanding how hear me how out. how media streams work the, hear me there out. was a lot of there's a lot a lot of disinformation and misinformation coming out of chop fair but hear me there's, out. There's, there's, like the tucker carlson's of the world do you think it was misinformation or disinformation? Yes. Like, Which one? Yes, both. Because here's what I think is the most realistic thing. You could, Chop was eight city blocks wide, yeah. eight by eight, something like that, six by six, which is a pretty big area. You could have a small hippie festival on one corner yeah. and have some of the most evil shit happening on the other side. We could film both events at the same time yeah. and put them in two different Facebook groups. Yeah. And they both go viral to two completely different separate groups of people. Both events are happening for real. Both events are 100% true. Both events are a representation of CHOP, but they're only being shown to people that already think. The social dilemma right. Right. shows us this. If you type in climate change is to Google right now, right. you will get a different result based on where you are and what other people around you well, and, think and, and what on, and they based, think you're likely to and think. And based on your habits, too. Right. Exactly. So... I don't think it's even straight miss or disinformation. I think it's a misperception of reality. So right. I had to search hard to find the nonviolent shit for chop. Right. Right. I did find it. That's yeah. why I'm willing to admit it. Like, no, during the day, dude, chop seemed like it was like fucking. Uh, yeah. They it had, seemed like it was Coachella. Yeah. You know, food tents. And, seemed cool. Yeah. Unless you fucking owned a home there. And didn't want that shit to go down. And the same thing was happening here, in, right? With with PV with not PV Park, uh, uh, the 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 homeless encampment. In and let's South let's Indiana, let's South let's clear this up in case anyone's confused. Neither one of us are down with the right on the Capitol or the riots <laughs> right. post right. George we Floyd. Got, we kind of got off track here because the, like we're talking like these these events are are so drastically different, right? Like, granted, correct. And they they they've all they're all just insane Gordian knots of lots of issues that are right. really tough to pull apart 
and really understand. And now here's I, and I can't. And here's know? where we can compare the two events, though, is we had one group of people in Seattle storm their local city hall, take it over, kick out all the politicians. They liter it was a literal revolution, and they owned it and tried to actually call themselves an autonomous zone. Right. That's where Chaz came from. And that has war connotations, and you should actually know right. that. Well, and, when and, you start doing that, like, you start not, talking I'm not, about like... I'm not going like, to sit here and say it didn't fucking happen. <laughs> but my point I, but is... But I am going to say... I, I, but that's I, where the similarity you know, is It's a blind end. spot. Is they, is they did attack a government building, and they took it over, and they held it for over a month. This pisses me off, that they let them do that. Right. Right. But then as soon as as soon as it's this group attacking the Capitol and the federal and all of a sudden the senators are trapped in there. As soon as scale is the scale, the scale is different. I I get it. But hear me out, though. But But understand where but understand where I'm coming from. When it was our cities burning, they let them burn for months and did nothing and just let rioters and vandalizers run rampant across our country. Right. But when it was their fucking lives on the line and they were trapped behind closed doors and they suddenly realized how violent fucking groups of people can get, they shut that shit down within four hours, brother. And I'm not saying they shouldn't have. Well, I'm not saying they shouldn't have. They should have done what they did. They did the right thing and shut it down fast. But it doesn't make people like us feel good, like me and some of my other friends. I'm not going to name what's, them by name. What's fu- What's fucked up is because it, it seems like what happened in Washington was allowed to happen by the by the Trump administration. Oh, I'm not even getting there yet. Like, I'm not even there yet. Because that's that. Like, th- I'm like talking every, about the reaction. Th- because because things are so fucked up on so many levels right now in our world and society and what we're seeing on our fucking yeah. death doom scroll machines. Like, it's just so hard to get a read on what's actually happening. And th- at the end of the day. You know, I, I I just don't fucking know anymore, man. It's all so fucking hard to untangle and know what's what. Like, it, it's it's hard to fucking keep a conversation on track, you know? Like, talking to my dad and my brother, and all of a sudden, like, out of nowhere, Hillary Clinton's name gets dropped, and it's like, that doesn't, what, why would we even fucking talk about, like, that doesn't have anything to do with what that's like. That's like when I bring up every once in a while when people are bitching, and I go, you know, none of this would have happened if you all would have voted third party and picked Gary Johnson. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Exactly. I, I, I do that shit, but I'm just, I'm just doing it to break the tension at right. that point, because I don't want to bring yeah. up, I don't want to bring up <laughs> Hillary or Biden or anybody. Right. Like I want to go the other direction, right? Right, and it, the, the the big the big jump between state politics and national politics is a, is a really big divide that I think is really hard for our country to handle right now. And it, it's it like they're, they're... the exact pick I'm talking about. This guy I told you he was in a hoodie, so I'm probably not going to be able to zoom in. But now you can just look at the picture and then, um. This guy right here, he has a hammer and sickle. I can't. It's part of a video. But my point is, is like, um, I've, I've seen that. It's guy, not though. a fucking Trump supporter. Like a Trump supporter, a real Trump supporter is not going to have a they... hammer and sickle on his fucking hand. That's the communists. Like, what? like, right? But you got to understand these these. Well, people maybe are, though. I mean, these these like. I guess anything's possible, but because I'm sure this guy's been picked up already. He's art like. I'm I'm pretty unless sure unless he's an agent. I, I guarantee there were there were some. I can't believe how many politicians were there. Were there? 
I can't believe how many politicians were there. We were talking about that at your house the other night. Uh, Fuck, we named a bunch of guys. Yeah, fucking uh, John Schaefer from uh, Iced Earth, the guitar player, uh, the singer, uh, or at least a dude that looks exactly like the singer from King 810 or 810, whatever the hell they're called. Uh, This aerial pink dude. Is in is in a ton of hot water for being there and shit. It like, yeah. One thing I did notice that I felt seemed obviously similar between the two events was that they seemed pre-planned and coordinated. They didn't seem organic. They didn't seem to happen from a genuine uh, getting worked up into a fervor. Um, the The original George Floyd attacks, uh, and then the shit, the the ensuing chaos that happened around yeah. the city. It felt like uh, it felt like we were uh, uh, in a beta test, and well, and, and it kind of kind of did. And what what we can, I'm glad you say say it like that because George Floyd was a visceral reaction. Like that that video of Derek Chauvin with his knee on George Floyd's neck was pretty clear, you know. And people had a pretty pretty uh, incredibly visceral reaction to it. Like it it was an infuriating video to watch, and right, you know. But what happened on the sixth was planned, right? You know, like, and that's what I'm saying. Like, so the the protests, it could, it could, it could the protests, and the emotion was organic with with Floyd. Yeah. But I'm saying when it turned, and those attacks happened on the street, and these shit that immediately started happening, it was too fast and too perfectly planned. And it, what was planned about uh, in DC? I'm I'm saying these are I'm trying to make sure people understand why the events are being compared is because there's elements that are comparable right okay? large groups of people right and blah 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 for me for me for me watching the George Floyd protests during the day and then going I remember talking to Kate and I go this is going to get really bad at night because I guarantee you there's already people that have been planning for the last two three days when nightfall comes. The shit's gonna get violent, right? And sure as shit, it did. And the way it got violent, and, well, and, at and night exactly the way it, seemed the way, obvious and tactical to me. And and I'm glad you say that because it, as we've found out in the months after, a lot of these people that were setting buildings on fire and causing this violence were from out of town. Yeah, and they were not like, here. And when we say out of town, we're not saying out of state. We're saying not Minneapolis. Like yeah. not one person has been arrested with a Minneapolis address. Right. So when we talk, like the. the that's not an Antifa tactic, you know, <laughs> like that's not, a, that's not an Antifa thing coming from, coming in. I mean, we know, an, we know Antifa was here starting shit. I like mean, we th- know yeah, that there, for a fact. Some, like some... I got buddies that were down on the ground. Like, yeah, like dude, they're, they're like yeah. these Antifa boys are here and they're the ones starting all the fucking fires. They're the ones starting the shit with the cops. And then the fucking cops start throwing shit at the black people. And then the black people get mad and then they retaliate. And then we watch these fucking right. Antifa white boys in all black. We watch them scatter throughout the neighborhood right. and go start more fires and to the, chase and the way, out police. The way that the like cop- it was definitely Antifa that started shit at first here. But as soon as that first wave came, because Antifa bounced after the first night. This is the thing is, I got buddies that seen busloads of people coming in from out of town. They were here. I've never seen, that shit went I've down never, that night, like, and then they bounced. And then all of a sudden, riots any, started popping the, all over the country. The busloads of Antifa thing, I have yet to see a picture of any bus full of Antifa. I'm, take, I'm taking uh, my boys at their word. They I wouldn't mean, make that shit up. But we we know. Like, And what's fucked up is we we also know now that like Charlie Kirk and 
his uh, Turning Point USA like literally did bus like mm-hmm. 80, 80 buses mm-hmm. worth of people yep. there that day. Yep. You know, like, dude. And then there was, and we know that there's people that have the ability to do this because maybe not with the events I'm talking about right now, but when, remember when that Greta Thunberg girl was going yeah. off, like, and then all of a sudden we had that mass shooting, like all of a sudden out of nowhere, like there was this massive coordinated effort where all of these kids were being bussed all around. And it wasn't what? being, yeah. So for all these, like, what do you so mean? if you Bust go around for what? To, for like, all these rallies. And then, so like the entire school, right? Right. Like, or the like, entire like, like eighth student, grade or whatever. Yeah. But it was for like. Organized and they show up for a right, march. That's right. Going on. But yeah. the kids didn't organize it. No one had any fucking ability to understand where this was being paid for or funded from. The school district didn't pay for it. The buses they were brought, being brought in weren't yellow school buses. They weren't city buses. They were like private buses, like right. like not a Greyhound, but something like that. Um, and people are like, where somebody's coordinating this? Who's paying for all this? Like this shit costs a lot of money to right. put these rallies on. Like who's doing all of this? And th- there's no paper trail. Yeah. There's no paper trail. So somebody is out there coordinating these things. Somebody has the ability with extreme precision to pay for literal coordinated organization, pick up, travel, drop off, and return. And I don't think it's one person. I think there's dozens of groups that have figured out how to do this. Where are these hundreds of people that have been on these buses? You know, I don't fucking know, dude. Because, but here's like, what I'm but, saying. But I'm, say, but I'm saying, like, it's foolish for, to for think there's of, one person that can do this. About it, like, I, like, I haven't, I just haven't seen that. Like, it, like, where I haven't seen the buses. I haven't seen people. I haven't heard from anyone getting on or off a bus. Whereas with the Capitol riots, like, these people were tweeting about how many buses they had coming. They they were talking about paying for hotel rooms for right. all of these. People. You're just watching and dumber people not do something covertly. <laughs> that's may, like say, that's like right. say, that's like saying show me a picture well, and of it, a guy being assassinated and because it, un, until I see it, I'm not going to believe assassins exist. It's like, dude, you can clearly tell that that it's happening because there's no paper trail. Like somebody should can, be able to step up and go, yeah, I donated the, the, that. The absence I want, of evidence isn't evidence. It kind of is. I mean. It kind of is. Can, get in a, civil court, you have to prove your your innocence. In criminal court, I have to prove your guilt. Dude, think about it. Think about it. You're you keep loosening it. You're spinning it the same way over and over again. Right. So then loosen this pivot and spin it. So tighten it more first. Spin it harder. Yep. So it's like locked. Now loosen that pivot and undo it. Oh, you got to understand, I'm stupid. <laughs> you're not stupid. <laughs> you're just thinking about it backwards. Right. It's just, you're thinking about, yeah, it's fine. Right. Um, so, th- I think. So, it's what I'm getting yeah. at here is like, but, we are but, not but, trying but to saying, prove legal claims. In civil court, right. I do not have to prove you're guilty. You have to prove you're innocent in civil court. The arguments we're making are much more close to that style argument than that. So my point is, the conspiracy is not, it doesn't exist because I can't prove it. The conspiracy is, there should be a very simple and direct answer. 
There should be a donor group. There should be somebody backing this. There's usually a paper trail. And the fact that there's not show like this is how you figure out right. there's money but, laundering. But, but, but like the, but the, the lack economy. of evidence, the lack of here's a great example. The lack of evidence where your money is going is evidence of a crime. You see what I'm getting at? That's how they do fucking accounting and money yeah, laundering yeah. and embezzling. Yeah. That's what that's money. that's yeah. the logic I'm using. Like right. there's too but much that, but if that was the case, there would be there there would still be like mountains of evidence that it's happening and I still haven't seen that evidence either. Like, yeah, a lot of people show up showed up for BLM rallies that got violent. It, and but that doesn't mean that all these black people got bust in to the inner city from the country like what the fuck no dude? it wasn't even black people <laughs> like, that were busted it was suburban white kids and there, dude there is like you, i hate to say this but you gotta you gotta go look for the info because the way the algorithms work for us even, right. even on google right is going to it's push gonna, you gonna information give, yeah, and, and that is gonna, gonna confirm have, what you already have. look for right you, and you're gonna have blind spots it's gonna Absolutely. be very di- but i'm telling you the information's out there and I'm not even going to say it is Antifa is what I'm saying is I believe because you got to think like covert ops, right? You pretend you're Antifa. You create Antifa, to this fake organization to take right. all your blame while you're off here doing whatever you want. This is what I'm getting at. Right. Because there are other forces at play. Right. And I think the same thing is going down with the Proud Boys. There's probably Proud Boys out there actually doing dirt. I, I, and then I'll, there's I'll, other I'll, people pretending I, to be Proud Boys that are doing I, dirt. I agree with you there. This you is know, what like, I'm getting at. The whole point is this. is it's th- This is a psychological warfare. It's covert ops. In, information and, operations. And is, I don't think there's one group doing all this coordination. No, definitely don't. not. I think there's multiple groups seizing chaos. So to bring yes. this back, yeah, where I'm talking about that. this is Antifa is looked at, real or not, is not what I'm trying to argue right. about here. That was never the point. Right, right. The context is, is people argue that it was Antifa that showed up and started the George Floyd riots. I believe there is truth behind that statement, even if it's not 100% accurate. However, I also know that there were white supremacy groups down here. Yeah. I also yeah. know, know that the Proud Boys were here, but they didn't get here right away. Right. This is there what were, I'm saying. There were Boogaloo Boys for sure. There was the Mexican Mafia up here, believe it or not. Believe it. And the once all hell broke loose, the fucking Somalians lost their goddamn minds, and they fucking went. That was the thing that gave our National Guard the biggest problem was that group of motherfuckers down there. Yeah, because they, dude, they went nuts, and well, it was I just mean, chaos because they weren't trying to like gain territory like you, the mafia was. Well, I mean, like if you if you had survived Mogadishu, you'd, you'd that's exactly you know what, what I'm getting mean? at. Like, th- like there, there's so, there's a cultural difference there that it like, but but should, like it, it can't like it's got to be. I want to be careful in how I how I phrase this because like it's it, because they're just their culture is just different, right? And right. their their the history of their people has been so bloody, mm-hmm. like part like the part of part of that reaction from them has got to be you know self preservation. Part of it, not all of it. You know, it, it was it was a fucking hard time. I mean, it, it, it's it, 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 I don't really want to even get into that it, angle just because no, it's so just, it's just, so complicated. Every, but everyone was mad at the fucking cops. Everyone. No, you know? this is what I'm getting at, though. No, so I'm breaking this down into stages. So when George Floyd happened, we had peaceful protests for a day or two, and then Antifa showed up, and I believe this to be true because of the people that told me what they saw. Right. And they were basically the match that lit the fire. But as soon as that happened, 
over the next 10 to 12 days, every fucking possible right. group that you can imagine upon. showed up. That's exactly right. what I'm saying. The difference is, is that it is organic as the event happened. Yeah. The George Floyd thing happened. Yeah. The, the resulting violence seemed highly, highly coordinated. From right. not just one group, from multiple groups. So it was chaos. Yeah. Now, the difference, though, what I find interesting is in Washington, it was pretty obvious who the match was. It was Trump himself. Right. And, and his and his. But they already prior. had something planned. They right. did. They already had something planned. But I think match was. Er, but here's my point. They didn't go into the neighborhoods. And start burning down grocery stores and, and fucking terrorizing people. Right. That's the difference to me. Well, the, but, uh, the, you got to understand the geography of, of D.C. too, because there's not a whole lot of like neighborhoods in that immediate area from the National Mall. Really? Yeah. I mean, that like, doesn't surprise me. Yeah. But so like. So there's oh, I suppose. So there's yeah. nothing in that area for well, them. And the demeanor of those people w- was such that they thought they were going to like overthrow that building stop the election from going through because like like it it's really about the big lie i want to know how they didn't i want to know how they don't realize that storming the capitol and preventing an election from happening is greater than the crime you believe is being committed right yeah like you're literally trying to overthrow democracy with a with an actual coup right they, they, yeah, that like that's part of the whole thing is like these people. This is the greatest. It's it's the law great, you could violate in this country, right? And the, and and it was it, the they got shell gamed at it. Like they were they were they thought they were following the 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 ball under the cup, and it was like, you know, patriotic uh, upholding of democracy. Because how could a president who's never pulled above fifty percent lose an election? Right. Like. So we know that we know. So we've covered the Antifa thing. They're believed to be far left extremists. I do believe there's some truth behind that. Not everyone agrees. Then there's this other group. We touched on this. The Proud Boys. They're kind of an alt right group. It started as a joke from an uh, like a radio show called the Gavin McGinnis show, or maybe it was Opie and Anthony. I can't remember, but his name was Gavin McGinnis. Yeah. And it was supposed to be a joke. It was a gang with no initiation that anybody could join, meaning you didn't have to be cool. You didn't have to like, you know what I mean? It was like, it was like the most ideal thing because everybody had all these strict rules to join gangs. And he's like, well, I'm going to make one for all the nerds and all the dorky guys. And then there was no organization. And so somehow it organized itself into a right-wing extremist racist group. Right. But then you brought up this other group. The Oath Keepers. The Oath Keepers. Yeah. So these guys are like the far yeah, right? Yeah, they're, they're pretty far right. Um, like, are these guys like actually fascists then? Yeah, like they, they're, they describe themselves as a nonpartisan association of former military police and first responders who pledged to fulfill the oath that all military and police take in order to defend the constitution against all enemies, foreign and domestic sounds, sounds peachy keen, right? That sound, And this is how these cults start is that yeah, sounds they, idealistic. Yeah, right. That is an idealistic thing. Right. Like I love that idea. Cool. It encourages its members not to obey sounds- orders, which they believe would violate the United States constitution claims a membership of 35,000. So that basically is a well-regulated militia. N- no, they're I not, mean, no, they're not. I mean, essentially, they are. I mean, they're not well-regulated. No, 
I mean, I mean, do they, do they? I mean, well-regulated militia is the National Guard. Like that's what that is, dude. No offense. Neither one of us are constitutional lawyers. No, but I know this one because I was in the military. The but National mili- Guard is. But militias absolutely are allowed to exist outside of the National Guard. They do. It, it, it's a. It's a. It, Across it, the country, they do. I don't know enough about the legality. That's what I'm getting you know, at. But I'm this sounds like because they're former military police and first responders, they already have an oath to uphold the Constitution. Um. So that just I'm just saying it sounds like a well-regulated militia not saying no, it is like uh, the, I'm the term well-regulated like militia it's the, it, that refers to specifically the national guards of the that's individual not true. states that answer you do, to do you, dude you do dude, realize I'm right about this no you're not you realize <laughs> I am no, I am listen to me there no, is a specific no, court ruling dude really dude the well-regulated militia it, it, that's what the national guard is that's why there's 50 national me. guards the reason you have Those the, are the right, well-regulated militias per the Supreme Court, the reason you have the right to bear arms as an individual citizen outside of the National Guard is because you yourself are a one-man well-regulated militia. That's what the judges said. So I, I don't care gonna, what you, you can, heard. Like I, I don't. I, I, that's how. That's why we still have gun rights. That's it. Th- I, I'm not. That's why I don't have to be in the army or the National Guard, bro. No, that's, that's what the sec- like the Second Amendment. You do realize people have literally argued in this court. For 200 years about this. We're not settling this on this podcast. And you're not convincing Dude. me. Okay. Like, it's okay. not going to happen. Because I've heard I've heard every argument as to my entire life down to where the comma is in a well... This is what lawyers do is they argue over language. And it's still... People still argue it. You're, I'm just saying, dude, you're not going to convince me in a three-hour podcast without a law degree... Like well, same. what that means? <laughs> same, and, bud. But I'm not trying to. You're trying to tell. You're. Tr- you're trying. No, you're. Tr- you. T- you made the claim that a well-regulated militia is the National Guard and nothing else. I didn't make a claim. You did. Right. I simply said that to me sounds like a well-regulated militia, and I even said even if it's not, it may not be a Who's well-regulated militia. Dude, they sound organized. Okay. okay. What, I know what, what, legal like, militias. I know legal militias that are less organized than that, and they are literally legally approved to be militias. They're registered as militias. Okay, <laughs> like there's paperwork you go through. You can't just like get together with a band of guys and call yourself a militia. That's exactly what they do, though, and that's what it is. <laughs> if you have registered weapons, you're a one-man regulated militia. That's why you still get to bear arms. If you get together with a group of guys, there's paperwork you can fill out with the state and be ignored. And these states, these laws change from state to state. This is why that Kyle Rittenhouse thing is so fuckied. Yeah. Like when you work in one state but live in another, like I don't know these laws. I'm not even. This is why I get irritated with people is because like, dude, we neither one of us know. Like you said, I know this. And here's the thing. I'm telling you, no, you were told this just like I was explained it this way. But neither one of us are constitutional lawyers. You just said that you were told like you're standing on the same ground I am. Exactly. You were told you were told. Exactly. Okay. I don't know this, but I also know that that isn't true either because nobody knows this. It's still being argued to this day. That's what I'm getting at. That's just one dude's interpretation on how probably the Navy looks at it. You see what I'm saying? So like, like, because you said you learned it because you had to because you were in the Navy. That's what you said. So I'm taking that and I'm going, well, that would make sense if I were, if I had to draw a line in the sand 
and go, well, what are we defining as a militia? So, he, so who are we willing to so work here, with? Here, let, let me let me see if I can explain explain this from a different tack. The well regulated that makes sense though. Yeah, because the states, the the states, what it does is it empowers the states to defend themselves against the federal government if they need to, on that level. Right. That's why. That's that's why the National Guard is considered the well-regulated militia. And I think we're just coming at this from different, like, we're passing each other, like, we're, we're just talking past I understand, other, and that I mean? argument has been made to try to abandon the ability for individual citizens to own weapons. And I'm saying a judge from the Supreme Court came down, or, or the entire panel, but the ruling was, right. the last ruling was, no, one person yeah, can I, be I, a regulated let, militia. Let's, let's be perfectly clear. I'm not making the argument that well-regulated militias are the na- are the National Guard, and that's the only people that get to own guns. That's not what I'm saying at all. I'm very, very much pro Second Amendment here. Let's okay. be perfectly clear. Cool for the listeners. Yeah. I know this. <laughs> like, I know this, but for the listeners, I, gr- I grew up around guns. I I own guns. I you know that that that's not my that's not my issue here. But yeah, I'm I'm just saying like the these groups like the Oath Keepers and the Proud Boys or like the Michigan militias like they're not looked at as like friends of the government you know like and there's a pretty big distinction there they're not well regulated by the government because they have some pretty anti-government views you know like we found out pretty recently that I mean so does Texas bro right but, <laughs> you know no, what I mean but, like but, but the thing but the thing is is we found out pretty recently that these people are like actually willing to commit sedition and did and we have it and they Facebook lived it you know like cool i'd still rather know they exist than have a bunch of people say well Antifa's not real and then they take over an entire town for a month and a half right like to me what you're explaining though that to me here's my point that's not a greater threat to me the the communities will develop around these ideologies anyway there's towns in texas like we still have sundown towns in this country right and it's not because of twitter or parlor like these people will find each other and like real quick for people that don't know what's a sundown town like if you're black, don't let the sun go down on your ass. Right, because you'll get shot. Yeah. Um. So like, but that, we, but that, that shit. Those oath keepers, those groups are like the Michigan militias. That kind of shit. Those are less of a threat to me than something like Antifa or whoever it is that created Chop, because that's a group of people that pretend they don't exist, have no official affiliation well, and or not, anything and, 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 and then they just think, show up in a riot and, and, and take over a part of a town the, and hold it for a where, month and where, a half where, where we're missing each other here is i think is how these people you know how these how these people are identifying themselves you know they like these like the oath keepers the proud boys and all, all these groups they're they're very much about like dread like doing these things on the weekends if you know. both could equally kill you, would you rather fight a giant or an invisible enemy of any size? Ooh. For me, it's the giant. For you, it's the giant. It looks way scarier, <laughs> but I know where it is. Right. I can see it coming. Yeah. I can even hear it if it's big enough. The bigger is the better. Big things have a hard time being quiet. Like, yeah, I that's the that. way I think, because right. I'm thinking about like, okay, like, yeah. like the, the misinformation, the disinformation, so, the, so, the spies, so the psyops, the fucking, and I, and, 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 that's the greater threat to me, brother. So what, what's happened is like, 
I, I agree with you there. And the problem I have is that I can see, I still see racists and like seditionists just like, and, and people like wrapped up in the cult of personality. Yep. Right. You still got to fight the giant. Right. You know, like it, it like it. it yeah. But it, here's it, the thing is you don't you're, go punch them in the face because you think they're racist. You don't. But I'm not berate saying, them. I'm not saying you and do. I'm not saying you are, you're you're suggesting this. You just don't be friends with them. It's just that simple. Right. You find out somebody's racist. You just don't watch their TV show. You just stop downloading their right. music. You stop listening to their podcast. The pro- the, but the problem we've had though is the fact that those people are also doing the same Antifa kind of thing, where you can't see them by dressing up as cops and by dressing up as lawyers and by, and by dressing up as politicians. Yeah. Right. So I mean, this got- is why we allow you to be a Nazi or a KKK member because we'd rather see you and identify you and just prevent you from holding office. But by doing that same move, we prevented certain people with certain the feelings. Is they go, well, I didn't join the KKK. Right. I but- didn't join that white supremacy group. I just hold those beliefs, and as long as I keep those secret, nobody knows it, and I can wear a badge and have the authority to kill somebody. Right. Or hire or fire you. I get like, that, like man. This, like this Lauren Boebert chick out of Colorado who's but, like a full, full-blown QAnon rep. Like, she can't be prevented from taking office for, like, believing the QAnon conspiracy theory. But she might be going to jail for uh, some other things that, that were spurned on by that belief. Let me ask you this. You told me one time that you can't be in the Navy if you have an ICP tattoo because it's considered a gang. Right. Do you know if that shit extends to government office? Uh, it might for federal. Like, it might be like a federal service kind of thing. I'm pretty sure it is actually. Yeah, but I find that fucking hysterical because it's like y- your taste in music is so bad <laughs> that the gov- the federal government is like, we don't want you. It's because they're <laughs> deemed a gang, right? Yeah, yeah. And isn't that kind of hilarious how that went down? I don't remember the yeah, story. But like, that, like, yeah, I, I don't even remember. I don't know how the Juggalos got classified as a, wasn't as a gang. Wasn't it basically I think it's because, the, no, the because 2000s they were moving version? A lot of, moving a lot of meth, I think it was. I thought it was just some new wave version of the 80s satanic panic. No, I'm pretty sure it's tied to the war on drugs. It, it absolutely is, now that I think of it. Like... Enough juggalos got arrested with 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 meth that they're like, you guys have got to, we got to have better resources to fight you, so we need to classify you as a international narcotics trafficking organization or something. That's crazy. You know, dude. and then they can throw just millions and millions of dollars at at fighting that kind of a thing, which is wild. Dude, I was Fucking, wa- I was watching Tosh on, point oh and he war had, on drugs pisses me off. I was watching Tosh point oh and he had this uh, juggalo fan on. And yeah. It was this this little kid, man. I think I've seen this. And he's like, "What about Juggalos and Juggalettes?" He like mumbles and stumbles and says a bunch of shit. <laughs> whoop whoop! And then he like jumps off a ladder. Yeah, from like two steps up <laughs> onto a mattress. Yeah, that's propped up on a bunch of cardboard boxes. And then he gently falls to the ground. And every time he's like, "Oh," and acts like he's hurt. It's just the most. But Tosh Point had him on his show, like. Man, I would, I would never go on Tosh Point Oh, dude! Like you're not going there to positively. Yeah, yeah it's it's gonna be hard to redeem yourself after it. Like, you're, although Froggy Fresh did a pretty good job. That guy, that guy's got real talent. That dude ha- does have real talent. 
That dude's got actual talent. I do not get consent. <laughs> <laughs> what if I was like this tall? Uh, I just wanted to double check this. I was getting some sketchy stats from YouTube, but oh, no. we look fine. Yeah. It, it looks good. I was looking at the stream health thing over here. But yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. So the crazy part, though, is what I'm getting at, is that this, unlike George Floyd, where... The event was organic, and then it seemed like there was multiple coordinated groups for different yeah. reasons doing different shit. Lots of people taking this advantage was, of it. This seemed clear like it was one or two groups, like or three yeah. groups. Like, yeah, a, a and very it wasn't handful. It wasn't localized shit like what I'm talking about. Right, because right. What no, people, these people flew in from all over the country for this, too. But the only thing know? people are That's, talking about in Minneapolis is... Antifa and white supremacists. Right. It's like, dude, you guys. Way more there was there was legit big time gangs going to war. Yep. The Mexican mafia was going yep. to war. There was turf battles. Like motherfuckers were seasoned the day, and yeah. then you had individual rogue anarchists running around, yep. starting fucking fires. Fucking uh, white kids from the su- suburbs. They released all the criminals before that because of COVID. Yeah, and dude. I can talk was, about this now. Perfect, it's just been a perfect fucking storm. I can talk about this now, dude, but like I'm telling you, man, like the amount of people, the amount of cell phone pictures I seen, yeah, like from people in the neighborhood that went around, you know, cuz we were all making reports with each other and like motherfuckers were finding women raped and dead and bludgeoned to death and stabbed to death in the back of cars like Jesus all over the city. But we had a media blackout, so nothing ever made the news. Right. Like, there's a war going on between Dude, actual games. Cra- it was cra- it was it's fucking insane. It, it, it's fucking crazy how how that can happen too. And we we were just talking about this the other day. There was that fucking earthquake in Guatemala, and people from Key West all the way up through Homestead felt an earthquake. And the so U.S. geological, I don't know. Nobody fucking knows. But I'm saying like, but what happened? What happened? I think I, my my pet theory is that a Russian submarine in the Gulf of Mexico had a nuke go off. And it blew itself up. Yeah, like some sort of nuclear accident under in in the Gulf there, because there's like I'm I wasn't ever a submariner when I was in the Navy. I knew a couple of them. Is it submariner or submariner? Yes, inclusive. Yes, it could, either way. Okay, but like the capabilities that's of these a little, machines. That was is, a comic is, book is way, reference. I, I I I can say this much: the capability of submarines is far beyond what people think it is. And the the thought that a Russian submarine could be in the Gulf of Mexico is not controversial. Well, nuclear submarine never has to come up for air. Correct. Or fuel. The only reason they come up is for for food supplies. Yeah, because they desalinate their own water. They extract oxygen from the water. They recycle Um, the oxygen as well. And it's forever energy with the nuclear uh, propulsion. Um, So, yeah, it's literally just food. Yep. Yep, that's the that's the one thing. Uh, Smarter every day. Uh, the YouTube channel does a he, he the guy who runs it. Destin is a an engineer for the DoD, and he works down in like Alabama, and so he gets to do all sorts of cool science stuff. But he just did a series of videos about doing going on a submarine during ISEX, which is like their North Pole exercise. Like they they're just floating around under the ice up there playing war games, and yeah. So that time, sounds fucking amazing. Yeah, so it, it's it's a really great series. It's super in depth. Like each video is like twenty to thirty minutes long, talking about a specific part of the ship and like 
I spent three days at sea when I was in the Navy. So I'm like, that, that's what? I heard it's the worst way to be in the Navy, though. Yeah. Is to uh, actually also be on that, a boat. Because my old roommate, he, uh, he did like a short, like three-month deployment on a sub, and he lost 40 pounds just from being on that schedule. Like they do an 18-hour schedule. Like you're, you sleep for six hours. You work for six hours. You have six hours off to like meet your qualifications and you know take a shower and work out and do all that other shit. And then you go back to bed every six hours because there's no sunlight. There's no way to know what day it is really, and it's it like it fucks with your system. They do. Uh, so you're basically getting twelve hours of sleep a day, no matter how you look at it. Kinda, but like you never see the sun, so your your whole rhythm gets thrown right and. Everything you like, everyone smells like everyone. Like it, it, it it's a weird social environment. Like, Are you allowed to wear cologne or deodorant? I think it's mandatory, <laughs> but like you don't have to shave because it's a waste of water. You got to save the water. But you're allowed to wear cologne, probably. Yeah. Oh, dude. How many colognes are you allowed to have? Okay, this fucking guy worried about his collection. <laughs> dude, I have a huge cologne I collection. You have do. I shown you? Yeah, oh, yeah. So oh, yeah. many. So many. Uh, remember, remember when I used to order the little samples? Yeah, yeah. You'd bring I'd order like shit. I'd order like twelve at a time, and then I'd like one or yeah. two, and then I'd go buy a bottle of that and give the rest to you guys. I'm like, yeah. If you like it, buy it. Blah blah blah. Yeah. I'm obsessed with cologne. So I I don't I don't think it would be stinking on a I boat. I don't like think hell. it would be too crazy to hear in like 25 years, once something like that could be declassified. That like something went down in the Gulf of Mexico with some submarine because there's I mean there's because it can't be a tsunami right because we would have seen something happen right I mean and it, it it's just it's just weird that like and there thousands not... of people have been on Facebook talking about like anybody else feel that earthquake and like the U S Geological Survey was like there wasn't an earthquake and everyone's like what the fuck are you talking about man hmm like you want a conspiracy a fresh conspiracy theory people hello. That's I got interesting. One for you. It's it, it's weird, and that's what I'm talking about. That's what I mean when I say like there's a lot of real conspiracies yeah. out there, and, and, and it's part it's part of why uh, it's a big part of why January sixth happened. Exactly, because people because lost the, trust. Yeah, we, and like, most of that falls on the media, but a lot of that falls right. on the politicians for feeding into the media. Right. right, and and our and our system tends to reward. You know, like the the loudest, most controversial voice, and it, after and it's now that these phones have made everyone an expert on everything, <laughs> you know, it's it, it it's just it it's out of control, right. and I think, you know, it, places like uh, like our adversarial nations like Russia and China know know that this is happening here. There's no way they don't, you know, and. and it's I think I think they're a huge part of it. I think, I think they finally I, figured they out how to play are. our game against us. They absolutely us. are. I mean, the, like we, you can go back to the the famous case of the the draw Muhammad competition that uh, Joe Rogan always talks about, and then like some other Facebook group sets up a a, a Muslims against drawing Muhammad protest. You know, like it, it's not crazy for these things to be manufactured i mean the, the number of facebook posts that i've seen of like don't go to this event it's a it's not a real event like th this group didn't actually organize this one kind of shit is all over the place you know and w what's happened with the national guard being deployed in the in the because of the 
domestic terrorist threats around the inauguration. They're, they're, they've got so many people. Like, it's just a huge show of force that I think it's probably going to end up going off without a hitch. But I think we're going to see a lot of those, the people that would have gone to protest and do shit, just sit around for a little bit and we'll see it pop. We'll, we're going to see things happen and like that thinking, thinking ahead, you know, what's going to happen in the, the first year or two. I wouldn't be surprised if Joe Biden got assassinated by someone because these people well, and, are still very, very upset. Well, and I don't even trust Kamala Harris enough. Like I've, I, I, like, I, I feel like there's this weird conspiracy going on there that like they never wanted Joe Biden Right. They just didn't want Bernie Sanders because Bernie Sanders would have won that nomination if they would have just left well enough alone. Right. Bernie Sanders would have eventually won. But they 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 timed it. They were, again, like well, an organ, a coordinated that, effort. They timed it perfectly and had each person stay in just long enough to keep taking votes from Bernie, <laughs> but wait long enough. And then when they did fall out right before their own primary, endorse Biden and I, convince I people to, I, I think, to vote for Biden. I think it's a lot simpler than that. I think I, I think it's just I mean that's fact, literally I, I think it's just the fact that the the boomers show up to vote in the primaries more than the young people do. And that's how Joe Biden wins primary know. elections. I don't know. Not, not to say that the DNC wasn't trying to torpedo Bernie and has had a grudge against him for Right for a while. I, I think mean, they wanted Kamala, and I think Tulsi Gabbard sunk that ship right away. And they just figured out a way, brilliantly, by the way, to get her back into the fold. They wanted her to be the president, and I think they still right. want her to be well, the president. They, they, and I think like, they're going to kill Biden. I think, or they're <laughs> or they're going to wait six months and use the twenty fifth to declare him incompetent. And then, I don't boom, think the Democrats in. would do it, but I think you know I, I think it's entirely possible if in the next two years. You know, the, right now the, there's a Democratic House, a Democratic Senate, and a Democratic executive, right? So I don't think they're going to do that to themselves, but, I mean, it's not out of the realm of possibility that, I mean, I, I think it's more likely that some right-wing lone wolf dude. I, I, I don't care how it happens. I think Kamala's worse than Biden. I don't want her to have any actual power. I, I it, it'd be, Other than already yeah. being president of the Senate, which is an extremely large amount of power yeah people always joke about how the vice president has no power right i'm like you do realize they're literally the president of the senate they call right. them mr president right it's, or it's weird president. if you're not used to right. watching c-span you know yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like you, your first time watching c-span you're like but i thought that dude, the orange guy was right. in charge yeah. I, I was i'm confused somebody <laughs> why do they keep calling him president <laughs> right like i i just haven't had the the mental mental energy to uh, dive deep on Kamala Harris. I know. I know she's got a dubious back. I know she fucked Montel Williams. The worst part about <laughs> the worst, honestly, though, the worst part about all of this, though, are my right wing friends because, like, not all my right wing friends. A lot of them are have common sense, but there's still a few of them out there that everything is about the Democrats. Right. Everything is the right. Democrats. Everything is the Democrats. And it's just so tiresome because it's like, dude, you do it's, realize... It's, it's super the, tiresome the other way. Well, too. and you do realize the Democratic Party is a literal shit show. They're, yeah. they're more united than they ever have been. But, um, but, they're, but, but, but not they on have, purpose. But they, they didn't have, do that on purpose. They <laughs> have they have historically had dramatically huge problems right. in within that party. Right. Like, it's not like the Republican Party. The Republican Party has been pretty fucking well unified. They'll flip yeah. their agenda, and, and, yeah, but they they they're, toe they're gonna, the line. Yeah, they're they're organized, and that's why right. I keep saying, stop pissing off the Republicans because if you just let them fucking they're spin out and look though. like lunatics, 
Yeah. No, if you, they're not really pissed though. Like, so for example, the impeaching Trump thing. Right. I think it's a terrible idea for a couple reasons. Number one, if you impeach this guy, you turn him into a criminal. Okay. Because well, he's uh, yeah. If you convict, yeah, if he's can, already yeah. got crimes pending that they're just waiting until yeah. he's not a sitting president. I'm also saying you don't even go after him for those. You just we need to move on, and it's not because we need to heal. It's because literally, t- only two things happen, and both of these things happen. But only these two things happen. You charge this man, you turn him into a criminal, and then he flees. Once you turn him into a criminal and he flees, he's going to run to another country. We cannot risk a former president with that amount of intel getting into the hands of one of our enemies. Number two, you will galvanize and unify his supporters so much to the point that they will make it their lives missions to pull you off the chide. So... You can't do that. You can't risk the actual Pandora's box that you will open because every know. time you piss off and, and galvanize the Republicans, they come back more strong than ever. Well, Let yeah. them spin and out that's, that's and look been, like religious been, extremists and all that shit has been swinging. Right. You know, because I mean, we were talking about that the other night, too, how this is like this has been happening for a long time now. Like Hillary wouldn't have even won that election. Until she said, the only people who wouldn't vote for me versus him? Yeah. It's just a bunch of deplorables. Yeah, the basket of... Boom. And that other bag of deplorables. Boom. You just put a bunch of people on his team. Right. And th- But here's the thing, though, is a lot of people... You, you, you see what happened on, on the 6th. It's like, well, I mean... What? It, it, shit went really bad, and... Uh, basket of deplorables showed up you know and five people are dead you know like yeah but that's not everyone who voted for trump i know i know but that. that's what she said right. she said if well pff, it's kind of like joe biden fucking well huh, if you're can't, if you don't have a fro <laughs> don't vote for joe <laughs> i mean oh god oh. like dude like n- n- no one bit, bit, and here's something I don't think the right understands about the left is we weren't exactly like, thrilled about this guy. <laughs> you know, like it, it, we're not the, the, the cult of personality isn't there like it is for Trump. And I think that's another big sticking point. And I think it's going it, to we're going to it's going to be interesting to see how the GOP, you know, like it's it might split. We might they might split over over Trump, especially depending on how this Senate trial goes. I think it could because there's still a large contingent of people that are very much attached to him and are they're going to stick with him for now. For now, I mean, it's I mean, how many more how, days how, does he what have? What the fuck do I know? You how know? many more days does he have? Like tomorrow, like literally tomorrow, he gets inaugurated tomorrow. Or like tomorrow is Trump's last full day in office. There's talk about like some 200 pardons coming down the pipe. Uh, when does he? When does Biden get inaugurated? Noon on the twentieth. So the next day. Yeah. Noon on Wednesday. So Wednesday. Yeah. So we have two more days. Yeah. Two more days of this shit. When this less, airs. Less than 48 hours. When this re-airs for everyone else. Because um, this, yeah. this is live for anybody who's watching right now. What up? Uh, but um, when it re-airs, it'll be tomorrow, I yeah. guess. So um, 
So it'll be his last chance. You hear that he wanted to throw himself a big going away parade? And the Pentagon was like, no. Well, I just, I don't know. I don't care about any of that shit. Is what bothers me is this idea that the Democrats won't leave well enough alone. Like, dude, you guys won. Right. You're preaching unity. Right. But, but then but you want to go after Trump. He tr- he Stop. Did, he tried just, to overthrow the country. I like, get it. But again, <laughs> but no. you're not going to put him in jail. You're not. Well, right. The, the, uh, he's uh, too rich. He's no, too savvy. No, the, he, he's not even going to be at the inauguration. Like, he'll flee the we country. Don't, we don't know that how risk rich he is. is too like, great. I, the, the risk if him, Snowden can get just, to it, Russia, Trump can get to Russia. <laughs> and the risk is greater, Dalton. I'm telling you, dude, this is not a smart move. No, Biden has I, to partner. Pro- I'm not, I'm has not saying to you're wrong. I'm just, I'm just saying I don't think he's, he's going to – I don't think it's going to go well for him. That's all I'm saying. Biden I, has to pa- pardon him. Oh God, I don't, I don't, I, I think if if he wants the same kind of ire that turned on the Capitol thrown at him, he, he like that's what he's got to do. People will be, I think, a lot of people would be really, really pissed if he if, pardons him. But in, if in, you in like this if Nixonian you, call for unity and we if need to you move forward, care like, about the future of this country and the national security risk, that would be him. In another country, an enemy state, with the intel he has in his brain, right. you have two choices. You hang him for treason, or you pardon him for every fucking crime well, par- that people think, can I come I after I him. I think, I think he's kind of failed up, and I don't think he knows as much as he thinks he does. You know, like, the report... Like, True, you know but that's not I mean? my point. Like, I'm talking about the repercussions of trying to put this man behind bars and the risk of him running. Right. It's too great. You either have to hang that man for treason. A lot of people disagree with that statement. Or you have to uh, pardon him. You can't have a former... Dude, think but, about but, this. But even, even, even if he was... A lot of people even, disagree even, with that statement. But fine. Here, but then they have no the, comprehension the, thing, the amount of intel that the president has. The national security risk. Did you know, did you know that lo- former you, presidents still get... Yeah, they're talking daily about, they're national talking about, briefings. Yeah, because just in case something comes through that only that president knows about, right? Twenty years later, you can call. He him can up. call him up and go, "Hey, I actually I remember this." this. No, yeah. no, the old president. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Can call them and go, "Hey, I actually know about this. This one's yeah. real. This one's real." Right, right. This is something that but, came from eighty-eight. Look up this file. This file. This file. Right, right. But that here, can't. Here's, here's the other Trump thing, wanted though, to take if, that away from Obama because he didn't like him. Right. And they were and like, they're, you they're can't. About, do, they're talking you about can't. doing it to him now, too. Which they can't. Well, then maybe they can. The, they like, can't. Dude. I, I don't know, man. There's like, 200 the way... years of military and political wisdom behind these decisions. Like, we cannot flirt with these ideas. The literal future of our country is at stake. If you, if, Unless you kill him, meaning you, you charge him and you hang him for treason, or you pardon him. You can't. And if you pardon him, you also have to restrict him from leaving the country ever again because yeah, yeah, I don't think that's you how cannot <laughs> you, ca- like, you cannot risk him you, you, literally you pardon him okay and then you put him on the no fly list once you're on the no fly list you can't leave any legal port period so as soon as he illegally leaves the country now boom now he's another criminal totally different right. story but my point is is like we're opening Pandora's box by trying to genuinely gonna, charge gonna, Trump with it's, anything. It's gonna be it's gonna be opened anyway because presidential pardon pardons don't apply to state crimes, and the state of New York is gonna go after him. They can, and they will. No, I mean like presidential pardons absolutely can apply to state crimes. 
They absolutely can. I don't know. Dude, there's fucking, uh, oh, wait, you know what? I think you're right. No, because I think those appeals go to their governors. Yeah. I think you're right. Yeah. Yeah, and that's the problem is like the SEC violations and shit. Yeah. Yeah, like he's he's like he's in a real fucking tangled fuck here. Yeah, he's in trouble. Yeah, he's I'm, in I don't care about shit. that. I don't even want to <laughs> argue whether he deserves to be in trouble. Like, None it, of those are questions that matter to me. The question that matters to me is the national security risk he would be if he fled versus the reward, the emotional reward we would get by putting a former president behind bars. I don't see that working out. So if it's the, if he's that big of a threat to the country, if, then you have to hang him why, for treason. Why, why, would, why would the Republicans want to say that it's okay to try and overthrow the country, though? I'm not arguing that. Because like we got to think about Th- that's the, not that's, we got to think about the other. Are we just that, shifting topics? No, no, we're staying on topic. But it, but like the precedent it sets, you know, like okay, well maybe the unitary executive theory is is gospel and Be- president, I, okay, and a president the can answer, do whatever the answer the fuck is what I already wants. said. The answer is what I already said because you have to be able to look at think, the the extrapolated fucking data and the chaos that ensues. Right. If you do this, and the gr- it's literally the greater good. Like as bad as this was, if we charge this motherfucker, yeah, we ha- then I'm sa- and I'm saying you can charge well, but him, then why- but then you have to hang him for treason, right? You, he has to die, like that, and that's what I'm getting at. Like you do not impeach this man and put him behind bars. You do not exile this man. You do not let him leave the country. If you're gonna do this, the only <laughs> answer is to hang him for treason. Period. Yeah, I'm getting, period. I'm getting some Mike Ehrman Trout vibes. No half measures here, you know, dude. And, and, this is the law. This is what yeah, treason but, but, is. But, this is we've hung lesser men for this. We've hung generals for this. But there's also this thing, Napole- called, uh, not pro- Napoleon. There's uh, also this thing called prosecutorial discretion. You know, like what do you what are you getting at? The, like it, it doesn't matter what the law is, as long as the people that are prosecuting the crime don't prosecute the crime that requires him to have his head lopped off. What's your point? Like, it's like you don't, you you get pulled over, you don't have your license and registration and you were speeding. Like, you only get a ticket for not wearing your seatbelt because that's what that cop decided to actually write the ticket for, despite the fact that you didn't have your license and registration. Okay, what does that have to do with what I'm talking about? The same concept applies to how the, the House and Senate are going to go about impeaching convicting and seeing like part of part of the the impeachment uh bill is the is the fact that he can't ever run for office again that's why they want to that's why they want to convict that's the biggest reason and there's a there's there's a uh, even uh our buddy newman posted like the two opposing viewpoints on from the washington post like yes you can convict uh a president of impeachment after his term and no you can't so that's still that's still a gray area too we're gonna like we have we're in no new... this is pretty easy to clear up i don't you know cannot, i don't know that it is though you cannot convict a sitting president however you can you can not Just... no you can't you cannot convict a sitting president you have to impeach him first and then once he's removed from office and if if your impeachment is successful because an what? impeachment simply means nothing more than a government official going on trial right okay? he's been impeached twice now He's 
been impeached once. He's being impeached a second. No, he's time. Be- the, the House impeaches, the Senate convicts that impeachment. The impeachment. So they pass the impeachment yeah, article. The impeachment. The impeachment is basically like right. this needs to go to the Senate for yep. a trial, and yep. then at the like gotcha. people yep. make their arguments, yep. and then they vote there. Yep. Right? And then so. once the president is removed, he can be charged. So, for example, here's what was about to happen to Nixon. He was about to be impeached, and he, he didn't knew, want, and yeah. he knew he would be convicted. Right. Okay. Right. So he resigned, right. and Gerald Ford pardoned him right the reason he pardoned him is national security risk we cannot have one of our presidents sitting behind bars risking the intel that they could go out we cannot risk this person leaving the country and going to another country and giving our intel to Russia or China or right. North Korea or knowing Iran how, or Saudi the, Arabia knowing how the whole machine operates so the only other answer then yeah. is we would and he's going to resign. So we can't even convict him or remove him from office directly. So we would have to wait, bring him up on charges again, and right. then hang him for treason. Right. Those well, were and, their and, two options. Well, so so the, Ford part of, uh, pardoned him. Right. This is what we have to do again, and we have to just fucking move on. We have to just deal with the stupid coronavirus thing and yeah. just fucking move on. Because we've got something to focus on after the fact here. We're you know? just being dragged through the mud on this, and there's no Dude, good outcome. Sucks. That's it's, what the, I'm the getting thing at. Sucks for everyone everywhere. You know, like I don't no care how much you hate him. Fucking happy. No one's fucking happy right now. It's too big of a risk to, to try to prosecute him. I can't, I think it's even foolish to go for the impeachment because it just, I mean, like the, the, you're the, not going to get it done by Wednesday at noon. Right. Well, You're not. and part of the reason uh, Mitch McConnell dragged his feet on getting the impeachment to the Senate till after he's gone is the new Senate's going to be a Democratic majority. Right. So there's a good chance it'll convict. Right. That's still not happening by by by, when, by Wednesday. By Wednesday at no, noon. right. And, and so like these questions are still very much up in the air, and it's we're just in such a weird spot. This is, the country's never been here before. You know. Did you like, hear Mitch country. McConnell's speech? At that rally, uh-uh. he was the he was like for the first time in my head, or first time in my life, I was like, I kind of like that guy. <laughs> first time ever, really? Because yeah, because literally, all those politicians, Giuliani, fucking all of them, went up there and talked yeah. about we're never gonna give up, we're never gonna stop fighting. Oh right, we're, we're gonna challenge big, yeah, this, we're gonna atta- do yeah, that. He, blah blah blah. He detached blah, blah. himself from the big lie and like he read the thing and he's like, if we. If we threw out every election because we we didn't like someone, our democracy would go into a death spiral. Right. And yeah. everyone was like, what the fuck are you saying? You're supposed to be on our side. <laughs> and he's like, I'm on the people's side. Right. And like, it was like, okay, I hate this guy just a little bit less. Right. Just one less. Because like the, the, big, the big hinging issue here is, is the big lie about the election being stolen from Correct. him. Correct. 100%. And he, you know, and, and even if it was... There's a process we do to do this. Right. We still honor the stolen election, believe it or not. Yeah. And we deal with it because they explain this in Senate in detail over and over and over again. Our elections are handled at a state level. Right. Each state has the right to regulate their own elections. So much like the Bush-Gore election, if we can prove fraud, then is what we do is over the next four years, we go in and we work with those states and implement regulations to prevent further fraud. We don't 
overturn elections. You know what else they don't do? <laughs> right. Remove Super Bowl victories. <laughs> you see what I'm saying? Right. You change the rules so it doesn't happen again, yeah. and you move fucking forward. Right. And that's that's kind of supposed to be like the entire legal ethos for the country. Exactly. You know, it, it, at it, least it, on the it, political it, side. Well, yeah. It, even on even on the tort law and like criminal side, because like it got, like the 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 guy who uh, sued his his wife's lover for trespassing because there was a law on the books that said a woman was a man's a wife was a man's property and won he won he wins the suit he like he the guy was successfully sued for trespassing on his wife you know <laughs> and then immediately they were like we gotta rewrite that rule this is kind of fucked up <laughs> right yeah you know like it's supposed to work like that problem is we're in such new territory with so much shit right now Mm-hmm. We don't know. No one knows what the fuck they're doing. Right. You know? And we will right a wrong, but we won't wrong a right. So meaning like if we change a lot, if you're let's say you're doing prison time right now. Yeah. A 20 year mandatory minimum sentence because 15 years ago, unfortunately, you got busted with a joint in Las Vegas. Right. And that's a real thing that happened, by the way. And then we change the law and weed's no longer illegal. You get let out of prison immediately. You don't yeah. still serve the full yeah. sentence. But we will allow you, like, we don't go back and punish you for crimes that are now illegal. Right. Like, you yeah, did no heroin ex, yesterday, no, yeah, but no, today it's illegal, so right. now I'm going to arrest you. No, no ex post facto. We do it one way, but we don't do it the other way. And that's, right. again, the beauty of the system. Yeah. The other thing I'm getting really fucking irritated about is... uh people making simple arguments like we need more because I used to be on this boat and and now I'm getting irritated because I thought it was the answer. I thought it was so simple. Yeah. And now I'm realizing it definitely needs to happen, but it's actually just going to make things worse. What's that? And it's the three-party system. Oh. Right? We need a third party because here's the thing. We already did that once. Yeah. We already had a third party and a fourth party and we had six parties and we had eight parties and even less of the country was represented in who won. Right. So there was more because pissed those off groups people. Were, those groups were super focused on one or two issues exactly. at a time. Yeah. Exactly. So there's just more pissed off people is the point. <laughs> right. There's just more disenfranchised well, people. The, the way power works, it just coalesces. You know, it, it, it like it doesn't, there's some truth to that. You too. know, you know what I mean? It's it, that's just kind of how political power works. If eventually, especially in a system like we have, where it's a first past the post kind of kind of thing. It it has to work that way. Otherwise, yep. no one ever gets past the post. Yep. You know what I mean? Yep. I do still think we need a third party. We need like a legitimate party and that is respected I, as like a middle moderate ground where it, 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 like for example, we need a party that would make hardcore stances and be funded to be able to get people to understand this. We're pro 2A, but we're also pro choice. Right. You know what I mean? We're pro freedom of religion, but we're also pro. Uh, uh, pro freedom of speech. We're, right. you know, like very, right. like it sounds very libertarian what I'm explaining, but the problem is the libertarians are less organized than the Democrats. Well, and they, yeah, they, they have more they, version. They, yeah. There's more versions yeah. of libertarianism and, 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 and than there is a anything. Of, like organizational infrastructure and existing, you know, like who is the existing donor class already donating to? Because I brought this up for a while, and like you said, it's about the donor class. Because at the end of the day, if you look at the voting numbers, the vast majority of Americans don't vote for either of the presidents. Even if you add them up, it's still less, less than, than half. Yeah, yeah. I mean, if if Trump did one good thing, he cured voter apathy. 
like th- like this voter elect- regret. No voter apathy. Like people just not giving a shit about it. Like th- this was the biggest turnout we've had ever for a national election, and the number the numbers for the primaries this year, this last year, were the highest they've ever they've been in like fifty years. Like more people showed up to vote. I this see what time. you're saying. Just, That's like, interesting. Ju- just just across both sides. Like, he made more, people care about voting yeah, a little bit more. Yeah. They, because people saw, saw saw what happens. I mean, it, I wonder if he, that's like, actually his responsibility or if that's us being played through like the IRA and shit like that. Cuz cuz Facebook, yeah, cuz Facebook in What's that the, so, IRA? the Internet Research Agency. Oh, right, right, right. So like Facebook uh had to admit um in one of those trials uh, those grand jury trials and it was talked about in that social dilemma thing yeah. where they wanted to know if they could influence um, and get more people to simply vote in the primaries Yeah, and they did right and they were like this works we right. can we can get people to do shit because I mean, that that is what birthed the fucking uh, IRA and there's two more of those companies Cambridge Analytics and well, uh, there's one yeah, more. The, uh, the IRA is is a Russian operation, but they, I mean they were they're using shell companies out of uh, Macedonia. But they're and, all using the same but, algorithms. And, and, yeah, they're they're all doing the same kind of thing. They're just inundating us with all this information. All these, you know, whether it be Facebook ads or Facebook videos or you know, yep. taking advantage of the fact that the Cambridge algor- Analytics is another one. They yeah. were they were yeah. directly responsible and, for and, Brexit. Yeah, and and it was all about targeted advertising, and yep. so you know. Like on emotional I, campaigns, yeah, on emotional campaigns, and like we're all, like, I am immune to, I am not immune to propaganda, you know. None of us are. Yeah, ha, say say it out loud for yourself, you know, <laughs> for real, because it, it's important to know. I mean, and that that's what sucks is like we're getting so much propaganda. Going back to what you said earlier, well, and it's no it, one trusts anything anymore. Everybody right. thinks, and you can look up anything that'll convince you. Anything else is yeah. a lie. Right. Name an issue. I'll find an article or something that'll right. tell you it's bullshit. And, 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 and people have started to come disillusioned and go, I don't even know what's true or not true anymore. I don't right. trust any of it's, these motherfuckers. It's, and, and, it, and, and, and that's uh, how you get January 6th. Yeah, because it's uh, uh, like the QAnon thing is, is, a, is a perfect example of that. You know, like it, the, the whole that whole group of people like the Ron Watkins and eight coon and eight Chan and all that shit. And like it, the reason Ron Watkins was able to develop QAnon and, uh, eight Chan and everything was so people could host child porn, like the entire basis. Eight Chan. Yeah. Like, uh. like, it, like the entire thing was to be on, like beat was to be the darkest parts of the web. And, like it, it, like it's just mind-boggling. Like it, I didn't know that. Yeah, That's it's why it's pretty, it's pretty fucking, pretty fucking disgusting. And it's you know, it, it, do we need these corners of the internet? I I guess, but di- but we were doing just fine without them before too. So we're in the like. Well, they've always like, existed. Yeah, they, they've they, always yeah. existed. They've always existed. True, absolutely true. So the moment the internet was back, born, the yeah. darkest shit in the world was on it, dude. My. I remember my dad telling me this this story about this. It was either a book or an article he read about how porn has done more for technology than anything else. Yeah. Because it was people wanting to download pictures yeah. of naked women that, yeah. that created the demand for faster internet speeds. Yep. And then as soon as those speeds were getting pretty good and you could you could download a video, then it was like, oh, I need I need to 
T1 line so I can host some of this content. I'm making a lot of money selling this stuff. Yep. You know what I mean? And, it, and I'm not talking just Dude, like, the Russian mob is actually directly responsible for that. <laughs> I believe it. So there's a mo- there's actually a movie about this. So this there's these dudes who one was a hacker and figured out how to put pictures on the internet. Yeah, I think, I think and I've his, seen the, the, the cover for it on Amazon Prime or yeah, Netflix. I and his roommate, about. and this is a true story, and his roommate is uh, the one who wrote the original code that is still being used to this day. And from what I understand, if if this is still true, nobody knows the code. Really? It's like a copy and paste. Nobody ever, nobody, but he figured out how to take what happens when you swipe your card yeah. and put it in an actual thing on the internet where you could type in the numbers. So the entire oh, wow. idea of manual entry credit cards over the internet is from this dude, still to this day is from this dude's source yeah. algorithm. And so then they started taking pictures of strippers <laughs> and putting them on the internet and yeah. paying the strippers. And then that strip club was owned by the Russian <laughs> mafia and they basically took that whole operation right. you over. Ma- you know, make money off our yeah. girls. We make money off. Because most our people girls. don't know, the Russian mob still runs most pornography till to this day. Like I even it. even in L.A., the amount. The- I don't know if Brazzers or those specific companies right. are, but like a lot of models out of Eastern Europe. <laughs> yeah, out there. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, don't fuck with the Russian mob. No, I'm not gonna unless have... you're the machine. Yeah. Unless, unless you're, you're Bert Kreischer. Unless you're specifically Bert Kreischer. <laughs> Fucking wild, man. It's just so... It's I'd just, party with the Russian mob like that, though. I, I don't know that I'd be able to hang. I, I could definitely I, hang. I couldn't hang, and I'd, be, and I'd be way too paranoid with my past work experience. I'd be like, uh, I need to go. Yeah, I'm pretty sure the KGB's already spying on me. I got two, <laughs> Russian, I got two Russian listeners out of nowhere. Could be problem. Could be problem. But yeah, know. we got a bunch of fans across the world now. I'm worried about hackers, deep fakes, because my grandma already got scammed once. Oh, no shit. Yeah, somebody uh, sounded just like me, called my grandma, fucking convinced her I was in Costa Rica at a friend's wedding. What the shit? Yeah, got her to send money, the whole deal. Damn. Yeah. And uh, they fucked up somewhere along the line, and my grandma got suspicious um, because they... uh, they had convinced her my phone was broken. Uh-huh. Or I, apparently, I had convinced her my phone was broken, right? Because that's right. the thing. Is she talked to me. Right. She swears to this day it was me. Weird. And then she finally just like, something's not right, and I'm just going to try to call his phone. And I picked up, hey, what's up? She's like, where are you? I was like, I'm at home. She's like, do not move. I am on my way right now. And I was like, oh, shit. What's going Who on? Who died? Right. I immediately right. thought, that- like... Shit, did my mom dead. die? Yeah, someone's dead. This is bad. Yeah. And she shows up in tears. I'm just so glad you're okay. I'm like, is she losing her mind? Right. What is going on? <laughs> yeah, and then she told me that story. So that shit's already out there. And yeah, I got fans in the Philippines, uh, India, Damn. South Korea, or you Germany. Have, or you have local friends with VPN. Russians. Russia. Uh, maybe. I mean, that's possible, but... I doubt the it. internet's also very big, so I mean, yeah. you know, <laughs> YouTube. YouTube also backs it up too. Yeah, it doesn't tell me that specific, but it does tell me only about two thirds of my listeners actually are in America anymore. So, wow. thank you guys, uh-huh. appreciate it. You guys are the best. Sorry, we're we're not having a big knockdown drag out beer fest. <laughs> we're we're chilling, talking about the chaos that's going on. Yeah, dude. 
Um, it's important. But I agree with everything you're saying. I think all of these things that people have have been fall have fallen prey to propaganda and fake news and real news and yeah, right and, and divisive real, fucking real media news. and the politicians indulged those those crazy theories yeah, and all that them. paranoia and people just lost faith in the system and unfortunately yeah. they are so uneducated they didn't realize that they were actually committing a crime right. far worse than the one they thought was happening right. and trying they were trying to prevent right it, it still fucking happened though <laughs> you know it's 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 so weird it's just so fucking weird i couldn't believe it when it was happening i was like oh my god well, and I think my only Facebook post that day was like, well, mark your calendars because this is a big one, you know, huge, huge. I mean, you, you talk about big events like the Cuban Missile Crisis or JFK being assassinated and Nixon resigning. Like, we're, can we just like not have some historical time? The 2021 coup? Yeah. You know, and what's great is I, I knew it was going to be fine immediately. Because I'm like, it's not Minneapolis, it's not George Floyd, it's yeah. not a race riot. We, I mean, they're they, gonna shut that shit down, and they did within hours. It, that shit was it's done. Crazy, it's crazy how how lucky we got though, because it could have gone with with it, with a with a little bad luck. It could have been so much worse. Can you imagine what, what this conversation would be like right now? If Nancy I want to know, here's what I want to know. Here's what I want to because I mean, it could have like the what could have happened could have been so much worse. And the fact that like, here's what I want to Mike know. Pence had to call in the national guard. Is someone going to call in or is somebody going to storm the white house and remove him? If he refuses to leave after <laughs> Biden's inaugurated, that's what I want to know. Cause that's what I think we're coming up to. I, I, I don't, I, I think that there's, there's a large enough presence that it's that. That's why I say, I think that, that the pres the, National Guard presence in Washington right now is big enough to deter any sort of action like that, but give it a couple months. I but think, does the I National Guard storm the White? Like, who does? I want to know who is responsible for for removing Donald Trump if he refuses to leave because his personal uh, yeah his 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 circle's very very small right now. Well, but know? but his Secret Service they are sworn to him until like, until. Up until that moment, and but no, they have to take a new oath to the new president and be placed on the new team. Like right. they don't just immediate. It's not like I'm I'm Donald Trump Secret Service, and then they do some shit over here, and then I turn around and I'm like, "Hello, sir!" Like a right. robot. No, yeah, no, like no, no. I'm still like they're they're still I'm still yeah. your guy. Yeah, until until I'm states. reassigned. Yeah. yeah. So, and my job is to protect you. Because I don't know if somebody else posing as as CIA or Secret Service or or National Guard is right. coming into the White House to assassinate you now that you're no longer president. Right. And, 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 so, and the individuals that... So that my, my only point them. is it's not going to be the Secret Service currently in the White House. They will not remove him. So right. who, if hypothetically... If he refuses to leave, oh who God. who does the removing? If he physically goes no, it's, it, it, I imagine it would be his, the the a Biden team, and then the, the I don't I don't I don't know, man. Somebody needs <laughs> like, to write so, this article because this so is something who, that's possible. Because <laughs> he, I mean, he's a, he's a spoiled kid, you know. Like he he, he doesn't want so he, he doesn't want to go. He just doesn't want to go at all.
and it's gonna man it's gonna be so, so you're weird. saying though so you're saying though one of the reasons we do need to impeach him though is because as part of the impeachment it prevents him from trying to run in 2024 right I want to know if you're a pardoned criminal if you can run for office couldn't tell you I don't know that many have I mean, J- Sheriff Joe Arpaio out of Arizona might try, but I mean, he's kind of. But that it might be different at the state level. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, I have no idea. Because I know you can be like a convicted felon, yeah. and still run. I think it's all the way up to governor. Right, and there, there, there's a lot of, you know, theoretical talk about trying to go after, yeah, uh, apparently seditious members of the House of Representatives under the Fourteenth Amendment. Say that again. They, like there's there's talk about going after certain members of the House of Representatives under the Fourteenth Amendment. Remind me what the Fourteenth. The Fourteenth Amendment came about after the uh, Civil War, and said that you can't hold office if you've tried to overthrow the United States government. Oh yeah, yeah. So you it know. was years before anyone from the South was allowed to to hold office. Yeah, like it, yeah. it like. People who like were, it was literally like, like years where were, they just yeah, didn't get yeah, representation. Like if were, yeah, if you they were, didn't get if votes. you were a member of the Confederacy, like you couldn't run for national office. I mean, there were surrogates, you know, and and people put in place anyway. But well, if presidentially, they didn't get votes. Like right. for a while, they weren't allowed senators. They really? weren't. Yeah, like they're they. It was so such a transitionary period, um, and it was a long time. Yeah, before they allowed all that shit back. It wasn't like the next day. It was like, okay. Right. right. Cause when you say federal office, it's like, that's what a U.S. Senator is. Right. That's what a U.S. house of representatives member is. Yeah. A member of Congress. So it's like, that's fucking, that is a federal office. So yeah. that's what I'm saying is there's certain, like they still had their own state reps and their own things like that. Yeah. Um, but they didn't get votes for president for a long time, a long time. Right. So even the citizens were right. punished because they didn't get to vote for president for a long time. Yeah. I can't remember how many elections, but shit, they're four years apart. So you throw four or five of them in there. That's 20 yeah. years. And then, yeah, that's right around when the the Hayes compromise happens. Yeah. Do you finally yeah. look into that? Yeah. Yeah. I read up on that. I mean, that was. That is inter- one of the most was, disgusting moments in American history. And, and, for and, me. and, and it's and it, it, like look, looking back through our historical lens is interesting because like we can see like post like it was done to end reconstruction and the post-war period and that's kind of that's what it was meant to do and, and it was too so just to put it into context it was rutherford b hayes and i think it was james tilden yeah uh they were both northerners because the southerners weren't allowed to run for president yet yeah um but the the republican was rutherford b hayes and he right. lost by, for all intents and purposes, very much like what we're going through right now. So it came down to like four states. Yeah, and there was only like 40 a, states at the time, and every like it was super, super I don't close. even think it was 40, but neither here yeah, nor not, there. Yeah. They only needed 174 or 184 yeah, yeah. to win, but he didn't have it, and it came down to four states, and Tilden won. But he was the Democrat from the North, but he was a super vehement racist. Right. So he wanted to end the Reconstruction Act. So if they... if Tilden's going to end the Reconstruction Act, period. It's yeah. happening because the only way he gives up the office and it straight up get like all this shit we went through, they didn't do. They just did a backdoor deal. Yeah. Like it was going through all these courts 
and then Tilden and came they, out. They just, Tilden like, came out. And he's worry, like, no, 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 no. Yeah, yeah we, we gotta do. We figured it. He's out. your president. Yeah. Yeah. I don't. I don't actually want to do it anymore. He's your president. He's gonna do the thing for me. And, and then, and then yeah. all of a sudden, Rutherford B. Hayes is like, oh, by the way, we gotta. Um, remember that Reconstruction Act? I promised we wouldn't end. Um, we're, we're gonna, we're gonna end that. Yeah. And that started the Jim Crow South. Yeah, I mean that. That's that's. It's just a disgusting thing, yeah. and it's like our history is ugly. Yeah, but, and that's and why I was trying look, to explain it to you. I'm like, no, dude, this yeah, happened and, and, once and before. It's, and it's important <laughs> that we look at it too, because I mean, my, I took this history class last fall, and like, man, nothing's changed, right? <laughs> you know, that's like, what I'm getting but it, at. But, it, but, like, it, but this class started with like Jamestown, like mm-hmm. the arrival of the Europeans. Yep. I mean, I shouldn't even say that. We we spent like a good two, three weeks of this class talking about what america was before it was america sure, yep. you know and it was really cool seeing uh, understanding how a lot of these uh, a lot of native american tribes like organize themselves and how mm-hmm. there are constant the way our government is set up mirrors theirs mirrors theirs and yep. the way that they do representative democracy yep you know like there was checks and balances all the way yep. up through their hierarchy and there wasn't ever actually the, the, diff- the biggest difference i remember was that there wasn't ever any one person at the top of the pyramid it was it was always there was always like a council at the very top yeah the but the, you know i'm yeah. at, like past I, I'm, a, past I'm a chief mis- yeah i'm past I'm, a I'm chief mis- i'm probably misremembering something <laughs> well and know. it gets complicated and nuanced because just like america like if you were to try to explain even if you knew it all yeah and you tried to explain to like somebody who didn't somebody who only understands their country's politics and yeah. you tried to explain they'd be like wait i thought it worked like this and you'd be go like no that's only iowa you know yeah, right that's only they do yeah. it that way why but is, everybody why else is iowa is, a caucus yeah. and new hampshire a primary and, and this is also why i think this is a great not segue but this is a great point for me to mention this is also why we can never give up uh the electoral college because we're not one country of 330 right. million people we're, we're, we're 50, 50, 50 countries, countries. Right. And we can't just have each state gets one vote because you could easily end up in a tie. Plus, there's more people in certain states. Right. So you don't, it's not fair to give each state one vote. So the Electoral College is this weird, awkward, but legitimate balance right. to make sure the simple majority doesn't simply win every election. Right. It's and, and literally, like, it doesn't, that's it. Doesn't, it. Ma- it, doesn't matter, it doesn't matter if you believe in the Electoral College or, or not. Good luck changing it. Because right. I mean, because if, if you're gonna, if you want to do away with the electoral college, yeah, you're gonna need more than 51 Democrats who all are on board with it. You know, like it, because first of all, good luck getting that to happen. Like it's right. just, it's just an impossibility right now. Unless, well, and unless people the, like unless, it. Unless this, this, this turmoil we're in completely balkanizes us, and pe- and like we like have to rewrite the entire constitution. You know, like the. Unless something like that happens, it's it's not going to happen as one America. Well, I you think you I mean? and Kevin have the greatest idea to all of this, whether it's a third party or not. Um, it's that idea of ranked choice voting. Right. I like that idea. So basically, I don't know how you would do the point system. I'd say I say you just keep it as simple as possible, and you want you want the least amount of points. Right, so like, you put your first place person there. They 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 get one, one point, right? And then you put your second place candidate there, and then your third place candidate there. And so, 
whoever has the least amount of points but the most amount of first place votes basically right, like right. they do the Heisman that's how you get a president right because then I can go well if this person isn't going to win then I'd rather have this person than this person right so right. I can I'm ranking where each person rank should choice, rank choice would make it a lot easier for there to be multiple parties that aren't super fucking crazy instead well of, and it would instead, also instead of having this this false dichotomy of ideologies where you you can't like think that global warming is a hoax and also be pro-choice. You, you, well, like it would you, give then, a, you're, then you're someone without a team. You know? But it would also give a legitimate option to a third party to gain, because the, the whole system's kind of fucked right now. Because like, you can't be acknowledged right. as a federal party until you raise X amount of dollars and right. get X amount of the votes, right? Well, if you did rank, for, rank choice voting, <laughs> everyone would have said, well, I want, they would have said one of two things. On, on that 2016 election, they would have went, well, I'm picking Hillary first, but I really hate Trump. So Gary Johnson second and right. then Trump. But you have to put somebody in that third sp- spot. Right. Right. You have to rank them. And then a bunch of other people would have been like, well, I really want Trump. So I'm going to vote Trump number one. But I really hate Hillary. So I'm going to put her third and put right. this Gary Johnson guy second. Right. And if here's the point. If not, if enough people vote for Gary Johnson. In that second slot, yeah, he actually wins right. because enough people are saying, "Well, this if this person doesn't get all the votes, then I'd rather yeah. have this person than this third person." Right. And again, most then people agree. If we if we get Gary Johnson in 2016, we wouldn't be here right now. Right. <laughs> it, and it, it, I think you know, like it compromises the word. You know, like we can all like not that guy or that guy, but I guess enough of us agree that that guy's not terrible enough. Oh, I didn't even look in that one. I looked in the other one earlier. I'm a dumb dumb. Uh, I'll take a Lacroix. Nice. <coughs> Light beer. Yeah, yeah. Mm-mm-mm. I don't know. Two hours? A couple hours now. That's not bad. Not bad. Not bad at all. Have a beer. As we go into the third hour. What's up, Foley? Thanks for checking in, bud. What's up, dude? This is uh, my my guitar player, Dalton. Uh, wicked guitar player. Wicked. Um, and uh, former NSA analyst. I mean, we put it in the description. Yeah, yeah, it is true. I did that. I mean, Mike Baker can admit he used to be in the CIA. Yeah. Can't always talk about what you did and what you know, though. Right. That's my favorite part about being your friend is when I bring shit up and you're like, you, you can't. You like, I can see it. You want to say something, but you're like, <laughs> fuck. And sometimes it's because I'm being an idiot and I'm way off the mark. And sometimes it's because I accidentally nailed something right on the top of perfectly dead center and drove know. the nail through. Never know. And I never know which one it is. But I always know I just touched on a sensitive topic. I'd, I'd rather not. It's pretty obvious why, though. I mean, yeah. like, I mean, it's, it's you guys are broken down into regions. So it's like, yeah, you start talking to a guy who is fucking doing NSA work for Russia or China or whatever, and you start talking about that shit. 
they're either going to go silent or they're going to fucking leave the room or they're going <laughs> to start crossing their legs back and forth because they want to say something, <laughs> but they can't. Right. It's just common sense. Man, it's crazy. Like, there was just some headline I saw today about, like, National Guardsmen with, with security clearances arrested after showing up at the Capitol. And I look and it's like they had a secret clearance and all you need is a fucking social security number for a secret level clearance. Like, the difference between the secret clearance background investigation and top secret is fucking night and day wow just a huge gap huge gap i believe that though yeah i believe that though because secret doesn't really mean shit it's like oh I that's mean, it's, top secret it's, it's still secret like he's like it's but that's nothing more than confidential no i have confidential information there's there's like the way they, they, there's a very there's very specific terminology about how clearances are are determined right so top secret information is information that can do serious or grave damage to the national security is there anything above top secure top secret i mean there there's just compartmentalizations so like the the need to know takes care okay so what what's so then it's top secret then secret top secret secret uh confidential and unclassified and unclassified is technically a classification. So what is cla- where is classified then? Like those are all the classifications. Any anything that's labeled as those is cl- is classified. Even though unclassified. They're all classified. They're all classified. Gotcha. Unclassified is a classification. Gotcha. If something isn't classified, it's not. So classified. top secret could could do, could do grave damage. Yes. And you have top secret info. Or not. Tons of it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All sitting up your ass. No, actually you that's what people don't understand about yeah. a lot of you guys is like you have no data on our country and their inner workings other than like water cooler buddy stories from yeah. like it's like a normal job. Your knowledge was all that water cooler shit plus <laughs> all it was like but it was all in other countries. Like you're not focused on American citizens. No, not like, at all. Like that's what I'm saying. So it's like that's why I don't bring you on to talk about like what those things are, and, and it sucks because I, mean, I couldn't cause, even cause if you like some of the did some, work some, in a lot of the concepts. The NSA does spy on American citizens. It's proven. It's not even a secret, so you don't have, even have to remain silent. It's it's obviously true. The thing of it is, <laughs> is the NSA is chartered. For foreign intelligence and surveillance, say that again. The NSA is chartered, like they're they're the 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 paper that says from the government that says the national security agency is allowed to exist. This is what you do, right? Foreign intelligence and surveillance. Sure, like the CIA. Yeah, yeah. Because the CIA is a foreign. Because that's the thing is the CIA a, also probably fucks around on U.S. soil, but they're not supposed to ever it's right. a huge deal they're yeah. only supposed to be right. on the the foreign it's a, it's side a, it's a huge, the fbi is local and they almost never go here, here's, overseas here's what, here's what people need is that to, correct I, I think so but here's what people need to understand and then the dea won't doesn't give a fuck here, they'll go anywhere the drugs here's, are here's what people need to understand i worked i worked in the nsa for just about nine years right just enough not, time to be an expert and still not know enough to actually exactly, talk about exactly. anything. Exactly. Uh, is every single person I ever worked with or ever met took Americans' Fourth Amendment rights as 
as the blood of Christ. Like every single one of us, every person I know took it incredibly seriously, incredibly seriously. So like there, there's this idea that the NSA is out there like watching you jerk off in your basement and it's, uh, it's just not the fucking case. That's the fucking FBI. You know, like. <laughs> well, what about the Snowden shit? It's that, that's not that's not what we were doing with that. So why would Obama then say one of the last executive orders he passed? You know, this is factual writing. You can look this up. This isn't just I'm. I say I use sa- the I'm word. Saying- I use the word say. I should have said pass a I'm, bill. I'm not saying it didn't happen. I'm saying... But not that, only did that, he expand that, the surveillance, that, that, but he allowed them to share it with local law enforcement. It almost ne- it never fucking happened. Like, like, it doesn't actually get executed, but here's the point. is like, This the is people, the same... The, when people are like going to work at NSA, they're, not, they're just not fucking worried about you. Do you know why that scares the shit out of me, though? I do. Like because, I, 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 under, I understand, but I got a, I got a I real world example. Dude, I have a real world example. I'm 100 percent on board with the privacy implications. But here's my point: and, and real the world example. Real real world example. I'm talking about the application, right? Right. 2000, September 11th happens, or 2001, whatever. Yeah. Patriot Act gets signed. Yeah, they yeah. promise us federal soldiers will never be deployed on American soil on American citizens. It took 20 years, but guess exactly guess what exactly Trump did. What the fuck happened? Right. That's exactly right. what he did. Unmarked soldiers. In unmarked vehicles, right. running around grabbing people, people off, off the, the streets. streets. You okay. Long term relationship. So, so my point is, is I understand Obama yeah. passed this law. No, yeah, yeah. In 2015, right before he left office, and so for I'm four just, years we I haven't just, seen just, it happen yet. I just want to dispel the notion that. But when did you get out of the NSA, by the way? Uh, what got, year was I, it? I, it would have been the end of 2018. Okay, so that's what I'm saying. You actually only worked in the Navy for three years under this new policy. I'm not. Wor- I wasn't worried about what Bush was going to do with that policy. I'm not worried what Obama's going to do with this policy. I'm worried about what three or four presidents right. from now are right. going to do with this expanded authority. So that's why that kind of shit. Like- I do find it mildly encouraging where you're like, it just doesn't happen. Yeah. But there's a dude that found it happening so much to be such a problem that he literally blew the whistle and fled well, the, the country the, over it. Well, yeah. And the, the, the issue ended up being the NSA's ability to be able to do it. And he had proof that they were doing it. That's what was pr- printed in that article. And that's why he was able to morally do it. And that's why the publications were able right. to get away with it well, because the the, is, they I, were I exposing. If it was... would have just been foreign intelligence, that like if he if he would have just exposed that we were spying on our allies well, in other countries, also don't understand that when people with like the, uh, there there are published cases of uh, uh, one in particular. It was a what, an army officer was on a training server and searched her ex-boyfriend's phone number on a training server. Yeah. And she got kicked out of the fucking army on a training server. Like, like these are very serious allegations. And yes, yes, bad things have happened. And I'm not denying that they, that they didn't, you know, like some people's rights got violated. That's bad. We all agree. But the, the scale of it is overblown. I think 
You know, I, see, I don't know though. That's what I'm I mean, trying to get still, at. I'm not, I'm not saying it's not a problem. I'm saying, but, but I don't but think like, I don't think we can say the scale of it's overblown though, because Snowden blew the whistle before Obama expanded the surveillance and said we're going to allow the NSA to share this with local law enforcement. So the scale can't be overblown well, if, if, if it's there, further expanding, part, dude. Part, part part of the reason to expand it to. The, the justification for expanding it to local law enforcement, I think, came in the aftermath of the San Bernardino shooting, where it was like, yeah, because they couldn't get it, there fast enough, or, some or, shit. or something like that. I mean, like the, the ability to warn local law enforcement based on intelligence that they're not, you know, they don't technically have the need to know, but like trying to save lives is it like you know they yeah i get they, it man but that's you know, a, they, 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 they i write, don't they like always this. write the, they always write these things in blood right what for, for yeah. good or for bad i hear they you write them in blood but the road you to hell that, is paved with saying, good intentions i'm just saying that's how it happens that i don't not, fucking like yeah. this is a slippery slope and we never well, end up on the better what's end gonna of it. happen what's gonna happen if uh if joe biden gets assassinated kamala kamala harris is young and spunky enough and knows that you can just like deploy homeland security forces to coastal cities and crack down on whoever you want you know like let's not right let's not act like this can't go wrong the other way too right and the first thing she does is start fucking trying to put people on a list and this is what scares the shit out of me is people want lists right here's here's well, how you, do, you need people no, on lists. but here's how you, no, <laughs> you know you don't you but lists never end up getting good like so here's here's what was suggested we want every trump supporter and donor on a list we want to know who they are well I why? Mean, why 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 because donations to politicians should be public record no That's they why. shouldn't it's none of your At, fucking business it, just like it's none of your business who i fucking vote for it's not i have the a only right, thing that should right be public know the if only my, if my senator is, is is who's representing me is getting paid directly from the russian government you only have a right you know, to know if you or a corporation I, I, are, has donated. Are political donations public? From corporations, yes. From people, no. In, individual citizens can be anonymous. And it needs to be that way. Because you start putting motherfuckers on lists, and then other motherfuckers get power, right. and then use that list against well, and, you. Well, and that's my point, is well, these the, things are always used against the people who put them in place. Yeah, but if we're talking about something as general as lists, I mean... You know, like lists are how you just said, you you just presented a scenario where somebody like Kamala Harris says, I know I'm not. I'm not right. But then but but then who does she act on first name? I'm just saying, boom, there's a hypothetical list that could have been created. Now she goes after and takes out anyone who can fund her political opposition. This is is how Putin gets in control. Well, right. But hear hear me out. The problem is that's going to end up happening is if we start putting people like that on list those the, those people there's going to be a lot of public support for it what the, the, i'm not saying it, i'm not saying a, a, that as a good thing right know? right i'm saying like when we i mean the southern poverty law law center and the anti-defamation league have already got lists you know it's it so they lists already exist of who the bad guys are right so when the federal government starts pointing at groups you know it's it's you know it's going to be hard you know what if what if the ku klux klan or the proud boys are listed as a terrorist or organization and now we've got a domestic terrorist issue that the fbi is actively pursuing and all of a sudden you find out that your uncle freddie who's been wearing a, a maga hat for the last four years 
has been hanging out with clan members and now he's got to go to jail because he knows stuff and he's not talking and sure. under the new domestic terrorism but what if, laws. But what if you were you know, one of the, but what if you were an Opie and Anthony fan and you joined the Proud Boys way back in the day? Way back in the day, like the first day they announced it because you thought it was hilarious. And then you never paid attention to it. But six months later, right. I mean, it turns I mean, into something we, else. We, we, but you're still, still on a list. There's still, there's but still, you're still on a list, dude. I know, I know, I know, I know. But like, I, 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 still, I still believe that our due process can so What if can, you donated for Trump? Of... What if you donated for D- Trump the first day he announced because you thought it was right. hilarious and, never, and <laughs> thought he would never win? But you're on that fucking yeah. list. Now what? Now what? You're gonna have to go to court and defend yourself. I don't think. Go I, I, fuck yeah, yourself. It's not gonna happen. I don't think. It's I'm gonna saying happen. not only is it gonna not gonna happen, but it shouldn't even be suggested because it's unethical. How do you police that list? How do you enforce yeah. that? I mean, How do you decide talking, who does something about a specific, like hypothetical federal list? Well, and then where does too. it stop? Where does it stop? Once you, I don't know. Once we're, you throw we're, it at, once we're dabbling in a hypotheticals, it's hard to it's hard to say where does it stop. Because, like, I mean, that's how, here's a great example. You know, here's it, a great example. Donors don't just stop at people who mail in money directly to his co- campaign. It's if you bought a ticket to a rally, right? Right. Or show up for a dinner or yep. a speech. Now, here's whatever. the thing. A group of TikTok kids decide they're a bunch of rich TikTok kids, and I don't think this one was actually charged. I think they were this one was free, but let's say the next one isn't, and they go and buy a bunch of tickets to Donald Trump's rally just to make sure no, no one shows up. But right. guess what? Now you're a Trump supporter. Now you're on a list. <laughs> right. You see what I'm saying? Right. No, These no, no, lists yeah. can because the no fly list is a great example. The, 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 well, How do the, you the get par- off the, the no fly the, list? The, parlor, the parlor hack is an even better one because like. It's, there's I've already seen headlines saying that like parlor data has been pulled and the location data is coming from police departments and military bases and I I I people especially in my line of work would absolutely be on parlor to see what those people are saying right. you know what I mean so like also but also it wouldn't made, be regular people because the, the, the government's smart enough the, to not allow you to have tiktok gonna, on your the, phone the big difference is going to come down to the granularity of individual actions but mention you know that I mean? though real quick like the government, or explain that real quick, because I just mentioned it. If it's a real threat, the government's not going to allow you to be on it. Like if you're a military service member, because at the end of the day, they don't even allow you to have TikTok on your phone. You can't have a Huawei phone, right? Like because these are serious risks and issues. So right. if Parler yeah. was that big of a problem, maybe not on the police side, but on the military side, it would be a thing. So right. if it is coming from military. It's probably somebody on the analytics side yeah. watching what's going well, yeah, on to see if to it's see a, na- a yeah. national threat. Right. And so, that's and, where that's where I'm like, and, well, they should be watching stuff like that. And I'm like, yeah, but that's still American that, citizens. Yeah. And that's also how we ended up with a crack epidemic. You know, it's <laughs> like part of the reason the crack epidemic happened was it was like, you know. We, we needed money for for other things, so we can it, it like it, we can just do this on the side, and it yeah. turns into a whole different thing. It's always it's always we're always going to end up with all these unintended con- consequences. You know, it's every single time, and we're we're just so the country's so big and so ideologically fractured along the, those extreme poles, and. It's just it's, it's going to be a hard slog the next few years. It's yeah. Be hard if anybody's country. confused as to what we're kind of alluding around is a lot of this is straight out of the social dilemma. And it's not any one yeah. company. It, it's it was a group of companies 
literally trying to just give us what we wanted online. Right. And they they created the most beautiful algorithm to do that. But is what nobody saw coming is how they did it is they did it based on what you engage with, right? So if you right. like puppies, right? If you interact with every puppy picture that comes across your feed, right? she likes puppies. Let's feed her more puppies. More puppies. But is what they didn't realize was that people don't, they they look at the puppy, but they scroll by it. Is what they don't do though is interact with the puppy picture. Is what they do do is they up interact with something Dude. that pisses them off. Yeah, because yeah. something pisses you off, you feel the need to comment and correct whoever's wrong right. on that post. That's how you as end, soon as you do that, that's how you end up with people who run YouTube accounts that do nothing but put dogs in concrete so you can watch the recovery video of. Someone saving this dog that got put in concrete. Oh, you know I, I mean? know what you're talking about. Yeah, because that you know, that really pings all those things. It's first of all, someone had to. So be there's a videos of people out there that you think are basically creating false flag animal rescue situations. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Just to get YouTube clicks. Absolutely, ha- absolutely. It well, because what I was talking about is how the algorithm now do it now. Now do that with an entire country. Right, but again, here's my point though, because that's that's cool, but that's kind of not what i'm saying that's little here's what i'm getting at the algorithm specifically feeds you what you interact with right is what they didn't realize is that people interact with shit that pisses them off so you immediately start getting only sent shit that's going to rile you up right and this includes a puppy in concrete and this includes when you google any issue you will get different answers from google based on where you're at and what people around you are searching before yep and what they think you're going to click on especially on what you've clicked before because part of the so what's the what's the point i'm trying to make for anybody who's confused it's almost impossible to actually find the truth on the internet anymore it's turned into its own radicalization organism right because when you you search something that's a good way of putting it, I think. It's, yeah. It, it, it's, it's an organism. It's its own living thing. And it's the whole point. internet. It's the whole thing. And it's, it's not Facebook and Twitter because their algorithms are based on Google's algorithm, which is a fucking search engine. So when I type in, where's the best place to buy flooring in Minneapolis, I Yelp get... is one of your first I get results. The, well, whatever and, it is, yeah. I get the probably one of the better choices on top. Right. Th- that's the point of it. Right, and I'm likely to click it, and I'm likely to go to their website right. and interact do, do with you, it. Do you click if you do a search and you find the website you're looking for? Do you click on the ad, the sponsored ad for that, or do you go to the next one down and click on the actual link? I go on the actual link down. Yeah, there's and, a fun one. Go to. And I, I actually to, scroll down and and like look at the page. Yeah, and then like. I don't know. I don't even click the top one, but I click on someone on that first page and then I'll go back and I'll go up and down and like figure yeah, yeah. out where who I want to use, but I don't even go in order. Right. I don't I, there's no method behind that. I just yeah. refuse Depend- to yeah. click. I just don't like if it says sponsored ad or suggested yeah. ad or whatever. Never. It's like you paid for that to get there. Right. That's not what I'm searching for. Is what I'm searching for is SEO properties like what did people actually recommend? Like, where's right. the review going to pop up? And it's usually a Facebook post or a fucking Amazon thing or Yelp. whatever. It brings me somewhere yeah. else and brings me into a review chain. And I start reading people's opinions. You remember about when things. you used to go to like websites? I still do a lot. But I mean, like, but yeah, you, you, like it, nowadays the internet is like Reddit yep. and Facebook and Twitter. Yep. And like a handful of things. It, you used to just ha- like, 
You don't or or it's via going, social media. Try going to Nissan.com. Right. You, have you ever been to Nissan.com? Not anytime recently, no. It's like someone owns that uh that domain name and they've owned it for like twenty years or something like that. Nissan.com doesn't take you to Nissan Motors. Uh it's like this splash page talking about some lawsuit. They're like, We want fifty million dollars for this, and they're just like, No. <laughs> fifty mil's a little high. I'd settle for five. They're a multi billion dollar Take five and move know, on, like, fuck boy. But I mean, yeah. Take five they, and they, move they on. They can afford fifty as easily as they can afford five. They're a huge company. You know, like <sighs> billions and billions and billions. You're talking but here's the thing. to them. Then but here's the thing. They're not buying it for fifty. I know. They're, they're, why, so you're losing they? right. Yeah. Right, and here's the thing: yeah. is then they you probably start talking about what the actual value right. is, yeah. And they probably branded so well at NissanMotors.com or yeah. whatever it really is that when you finally sell it to them, they're just gonna put it as a splash or a, a dump page, actually, anyways. I wonder. It'll probably still bring you to Nissan Motors. They probably won't even actually use it anymore. I wonder if I Google right now, if I Google just the word Nissan, N-I-S-S-A-N, go. Oh, it takes me to Nissan.com. Oh no, I did, I did it wrong. It autofilled.com. Yeah. Because I'd been to it before. If yeah. I just Google Nissan. Yeah. Is Nissan.com the first? Probably not. No. Ad for the official Nissan site, Nissan USA. See, they bought that first. Yep. They've got that first spot. And then they're, they've got themselves optimized for like another link. And then da 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 da, da Nissan Global, Wikipedia. And that makes sense because yeah. all the car companies have like a... Something USA, right. something well, global and, and or international. They, they, because they're such huge companies, they don't have to worry about people going to Nissan.com. They're, well, they're yeah, just, they're just going to Google it immediately. Well, and they also and have get like to, get to the actual Nissan products, anyway. and they also have them like literally separated into different business models, too. right? Because there's different laws and regulations. I wonder who this is. You recognize that number? No. Let's see who this is. Who's this? Hi, Who's this? This is James, and I was actually reaching out to you about your property on 3319. Oh, I'm not interested. Thanks, man. Yeah. <laughs> Dude's about to read your address on the internet. <laughs> Might have to edit that part out. Ooh. All this, to- all this pri- talk about privacy. Where, where are we <laughs> on that timestamp? Two hours and 16 minutes? Not bad. Not bad. Yeah, that, uh, that almost went bad real quick. <laughs> God, I got I got uh, a call for my car's extended warranty today from Mississippi. They usually call from Cambridge or Princeton. Those are so fucking dumb. So, like, I don't have an extended warranty on my 15-year-old, 200,000-mile vehicle. God, is it already 15 years old? The 2007, so, yeah. Getting there, yeah. Pretty close. close. 13, 14 right now. I love it. Fuck. Um... So you said you uh, you had a little scare with the thing, with the COVID thing, and you're getting more focused. Yeah, I am. It's That's been good nice. to hear. I had to drop out of IPR real quick because they're in the middle of reaccrediting themselves. That's why I asked about yeah, that. Yeah. I, so, knew, I knew that was going to be a thing. I, I, that's why yeah, that's the first question. You I, were like, I got into IPR, and I was like, cool. Are they accredited? <laughs> they, uh, they, they, they have been in the past and be, but because of covid they had to retool their entire curriculum and condense a couple of programs down so i i was in for audio production and live sound and where like, are you going now mctc 
Do they have a broadcast thing over there? No, but they do have a music program. Ah, fuck. No, I want to do a broadcast program. I want to learn more about the the audio video yeah. production side. Yeah. Not just like studio production and Yeah. Music so, programs so focus great, so actually, much on I, like theory. I'm not interested. I'm taking like a music fundamentals class and it's going to like I can I I've looked at the last semester's final and I can just like do it. So this is an opportunity for me to be successful. I've got like a reading class, a writing class, and uh, and I uh, do like an online marketing class too. I'm taking guitar lessons. <laughs> That's smart. It, it and I'm t- and I'm playing in the jazz ensemble, so that'll be fun. That'll be a lot of fun. Playing That's some cool. playing some standards, getting that repertoire under the fingertips. We're finally you know, getting back under the like things. Just get all the juices flexing in the right direction. You fuck know? yeah, dude! And we're that getting was, back under the horse or on the horse. Under the get, getting under the horse. This isn't yeah. fucking. We're getting Alabama. fucked. <laughs> we're getting fucked. Oh, we were getting fucked. So now we're getting out from under the horse. Yeah, we're gonna start fucking. <laughs> we're gonna start doing them. Yeah. we're gonna start fucking. The I've horse. been known to fuck myself. <laughs> 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 we'll see if the new drummer boy can get it get it situated. Yeah. I'm not going to drop names until we got something, but uh we'll see uh we'll see if he actually steps up and puts some shit forward. Yeah. Jeremy's been riding my ass. Yeah. He's supposed to be coming on the podcast. It's just been nice. I've been I've been, you know, more creative lately too. Just been, you know, more willing to That's good, stand man. in front of my computer and just play and make make noises and been fun it's been fun I've, I've had some good ideas some bad ones but you know they're all ideas yeah and i haven't had any do. good ideas in a long time i haven't had a single good idea it's hard it, and you know that that song i sent you of my buddy uh uh trapped that mm-hmm. song trapped like I, I reached out to that dude after i redid that and he's and i was like how have things been going have you been writing he's like man i haven't written in like three years right I'm like fuck dude that sucks because your your voice is fucking incredible and like he was on American Idol, like he, oh really? He got flown out to L.A. and didn't make the first cut out there, but like he was on TV. He was mm-hmm. you know a, a San Antonio favorite. He's uh he's an amazing dude. Super. He he lost a ton of weight this year. Like he was like a big, like fluffy guy. I saw a picture he posted today, and he's fucking jacked. I'm just like fuck yeah, dude. At least he's like even if he, if he's not writing, he's. He's taking care of himself, you know. He's doing well. When the wife are doing good, that's fucking dope, dude. Yeah, good. It's good to see people doing well despite the world, you know. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> There's certain people crushing it. Yeah, and good, and like, I, man, I'm not. I'm. I'm trying not to be in the business of, pe- of cutting people down as much as I can, you know. It's easy to do. Especially these days. It's really easy to be like, oh, fuck that guy. Fuck those people. They have too much. It's like, fuck you. They worked hard for that shit. Leave them alone. (laughs) (laughs) Like, even rich people, it's kind of hard work to stay rich. That's why when you win the lottery, like, a lot of those people go bankrupt within five, ten years. Right. They they don't know how to handle that kind of of money. Yeah. Yeah. Like, literally, staying rich is, like, not an easy thing to do. It's like getting to because Every, every, everything costs money, and it's like they say getting to the top is easier than staying on top. That yeah, kind of the same but shit. Getting by at the bottom is, I mean, we're we're cutting it we're, we're cutting it real close this this month because of the COVID. Because Jasmine hasn't been able to work, and her unemployment's dried up because the fucking year right. it's been, and because I'm switching schools, I'm not getting right. 
the full month of BAH. And that's like, I have to be in school to be like, that's my employment right. like job. And I finally got it pointed right. in the right fucking direction here. So, that's good. Yeah, that's the key, man, is just keep all the arrows in one direction. Because when one gets diverted, man, it's just, hard. it's like having a fucking oar in the water. You know, yeah. you just get pulled off course. You, yep. you get slowed down. Like you start work. You have to work harder in the other things to get yourself back yeah. in the right direction. It, and it used, to, it, you know, for me, it used to be real easy because you know I was in the Navy and it was, I, I didn't have to think about what I had to do. Someone was telling me how to do it. If I had questions, I was expected to ask. But here in the real world, it like it's hard to know what question to ask about. Like, why am I not getting hired? Why like? Dude, it's fucking you know, like, it's so dumb. And then even when you do get a job, you usually end up with some fucking douchebag boss, or you end up even if you find someone cool, you're not getting paid very much. Or it's just it, it's it's just, it's too hard to make it doing it that way anymore. And it, it, becoming it, it, people people really don't understand how hard it is to get out of the military, especially if you've been in for any length of time. You know, it, I. It, it can be, it's hard for, it was hard for my brother and he was in for three years. And you're it's not still even, hard for him. and you're not even talking PTSD. You're no, just talking no, coming talk, out of I'm that regimented talking, yeah, discipline to sudden freedom. Yeah. Adjusting to the civilian world is hard because you know, because you immediately know that nobody knows. Prisoners talk about that a lot too. I, I mean, it, it, and it's very much like, it's, it, it's the, it's not just the indoctrination. It's, it's the the safety you feel knowing that there is a system there that you can't, that, that, that is there. That someone always knows where you are and what you're doing. Right. You know? Uh, I mean, yeah, you still get your free time. You go out to the bars, you get drunk. Yeah, 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 yeah. But, like, if you get in trouble, you have someone you can call. Guarantee it. It doesn't matter what kind of trouble it is. Someone's got your back. Uh, and... Right. It, like whether whether it's someone like me who just worked in an office my entire career, I like these these are my best friends. We we have gone through the common bonding experience yep. of boot camp. We went to the same A school. We bonded there. I know that someone who's wearing a certain thing on their on their clothes is qualified to talk about a certain subject. You know, like right. Like, your it, qualifications are literally yeah, on your like, fucking breast. Yeah, they're like, right here on your your. Yeah, it is like, your breast, right? Your, yeah, left left breast. The, yeah. it's the uh, your uh, your your ribbon rack, your ribbons, or your. I almost said I almost said crest, and I was like, no, I'm pretty sure it's no. breast. Yeah, but like I'm like I, it, it, Yeah, so my, when somebody's my, talking, you just literally look at their look yeah. Like, no, like, shut when, the fuck up! I outrank you. <laughs> yeah, like when did you get like when did you get an Arctic Service ribbon? Tell me about that. Like, oh yeah, I did a deployment uh, during ISAX. You know, football and, players talk about this, dude. Prisoners talk about this, man. People that come out of any lifestyle where every minute of the day is pre-planned, except for your free time. Yeah. When you have your free time, you get to go be a normal human being. Yeah. But your free time is planned. Like, it ends at a certain right. time. Like, and, and for me, it was as simple as just, you know, like a regular 9 to 5 work day. But even that work day, like, it wasn't just like show up to work, sit down at my desk for eight hours and go home. There was, you know collateral duties and other military things to do like uniform inspections you know the online courses like there's still very much navy things you got to go and you work side by side with civilians that got to work khakis yeah yeah civilians and i mean i was did they ever get flack for their dress uh no because they i mean these people work at 
the NSA. You know, they 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 take themselves at least reasonably seriously. Oh, so they were like wearing suits and shit. Yeah, yeah. It, oh, it, so yeah. they weren't coming in in khakis. Like, I mean, yeah, casual Friday khakis. Khakis are business casual. So I mean, no jeans. No jeans. Fuck. Jeans on jeans on Fridays once a month. Kind of kind of a kind of a deal. I see that. <laughs> I used to work in an environment like that, and and I dude, I just couldn't do it after a while. Like I'm like I'm like dude. And it's so funny because then I got out of that environment and yeah. I was willing to wear suits because right. I didn't have to. But I mean, it's, like it's, when it's, you didn't force me to it's, wear. It's, it's, it's kind of like it was kind of like being in, in a band, too. I mean, like at, like it'd be like a weekly meeting and then every once in a while, like a monthly meeting where everyone shows up like the, there was we still do like all the cool ceremonial shit. Like, yeah, you know, like speakers would come through like the 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 the, the CNO would would come through at the end of his chief tour. naval officer it's uh oh what the hell is, I, I can't believe i'm chief nautic officer no nautical uh, oh, what the fuck isn't it just chief naval officer no it, I, I can't believe I'm, I'm having to google this right now i'm just having a complete brain fart navigation i think it's commander naval operations no no not cno financial group chief of, yeah chief of naval operations highest ranking officer in the navy Oh, so the yeah. only word I had wrong was operations. Yeah, I said officer. Yeah, I was like, I was overthinking it. I thought it was something more other. I don't know what. Doesn't matter. Yeah, but yeah, uh, you know, like one of the first things I did when I got to my first command was I went to a retirement ceremony for this uh, warrant officer. He was a warrant five, which is the highest ranking warrant officer we have. The warrant officers are this weird group of uh former enlisted uh personnel but they're not uh, they're not like line officers they don't like drive ships they they're very the, the chief warrant officer is an officer style is an officer level pay grade like officers get paid like basically double what enlisted men get paid at, at least double uh and so they're they're saluted just like officers but they are all prior enlisted. Hmm. So this guy had like a 35-year career, and he was went all the way from E1 to Master Chief, all, from E1 to E9, and then from Warrant... They didn't have a Warrant 1. He went from Warrant 2 all the way to Warrant 5. So he held like, you know, that's 9 plus 4, 13, hold, held 13 ranks over his career. That's insane. So do, do guys, when he re-enlists like that, do guys who are like because he made it all the way to master chief e9 yeah but then the second time he only made it to e5 does an e4 still have to salute him um or i'm sorry does it does an e6 still have to salute him because he used to be an e9 well not he wouldn't salute him when he was an e9 you mean an e5 well you said he went from the first time he went from e1 to e9 right and then the second time he went from E1 to E5. No, he went from Warrant 2 to Warrant 5. Okay. So as soon as he makes Warrant, he gets saluted. Whether he's Warrant 2, 3, 4, or 5. But not by his superior officers. No. He'll still salute uh, an ensign or, or a lieutenant first. But, I mean, they're, they're going to be saluting each other at the same time anyway. But I, I don't know the exact specifics of who would salute first there, but, I, but I'm pretty sure. But like when an officer walks on deck, all the enlisted men have to salute. Oh, when the commanding officer wa- walks on deck, yeah, 
unless you're in like an open workspace like like we had you'd have everyone just standing up all of a sudden and he's just trying to get from a to b yeah and fucking but on a ship absolutely attention on deck well and i know this differs and i know this differs a little different from branch to branch too because my buddy in the air force was trying to tell me how it worked over there and i was like wow that's way different but um like like the navy is the only but do you when you re-enlist are all your old ranks like honored but never looked at again or is are you that rank forever like like for example when you become president you're always mr president you're never mr former president you're always mr president so you always maintain your your highest most recent rank most recent rank right like I made, I made first class when I was in the Navy, but I got out as a third class because drugs are bad. Okay, and I, I, I can say I was a first class, but like my paperwork, like my outgoing paperwork says I was a a, a third class. So I'm, te- I'm technically, I'm, I'm a third class still, even though I, I had made first class. Right. So, but that's different. That's different. That I got, I got in trouble. Well, you got demoted. Yeah. Right. And that's, I'm saying, because he retired. Right, as an E9. Yeah. And then came back. No, he didn't retire as an E9. He went straight from E9 through the Warren Officer Pipeline and became an officer. Oh. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. So E1 through E9 has nothing to do with officers. That's a whole different... Yeah, that's the entire enlisted rank structure. Wow. Okay, I see what you're saying. Yeah. Whereas, do most guys make a jump somewhere so they only make it to like E3 or E4 and then make a jump? to officer uh, is that it, the point it, it can happen it, uh, there, there are programs for that i guess is like, what i'm asking op- is what makes pipe- this guy special well, well what makes what makes this guy special is the fact that he not only do you have to be like an expert to become a chief in the first place which is e7 and then be a badass chief to make e8 and e9 but by that point you've led enough people under enough circumstances and know enough about what's going on that you're such an expert that they the Warrant officer programs are intended to keep these people in the navy in the navy as subject matter experts and be able to run, you know, those kinds of operations and those you know offices and parts of the ship with the authority of an officer and the pay and and the so, requisite. So grade. is a chief an officer? No, he's a not he's what they call a non commissioned officer, and then the commission is the big deal. There. But a master chief in E nine, right? That's like the main motherfucker on the ship, yeah, no, right? Uh, yeah, but on the enlisted side, he still doesn't get saluted. Okay, so who runs the ship? The officers and the chiefs. And then, like they're they're like you know the the officers are think of officers as management and the enlisted as labor. So even if you're master chief, you're just the highest ranking member on the sm- on the lowest level of the totem pole. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. But I mean, like, even though, so, I mean, even, so, though even though a master So he a, went a all the way chief, from E1 to E9 and then... Became an officer. Okay. So my question is, is what's unique about that journey? It's, th- those programs are super rare. First of all, there's only going to be like... So how does anybody else get to that warrant officer program? They, they, they just, they, they don't, you know, it's competitive. You know, people put in packages and bust their asses for for a long time to try and. So there's just that few of them. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah, and it's and it's like there's very few and of it, them and their and their career long positions. Yeah, and it, and it's based on like the number of warrant officers. It depends on you know if that that job 
actually has a program for it because it's not for every job either. Like there's all these different job codes. Like I was a CTI, my friends were CTRs and CTNs. So who on a, on any naval ship, whether it's a submarine or a fucking yeah, cruiser, because yeah. I know we don't use battleships anymore. It's a cruiser. Cruisers, that, it's destroyers, a, and yeah, LHDs, and or or even an aircraft carrier. Yeah, who's the highest ranking member of the ship? The commanding officer, and that, and I say that specifically because depending on the size of the command, you know, whether it be a shore based command or a, or a small ship or a large uh, aircraft. Do they carrier, call him captain? Uh, Is he captain of it, the ship? You can call someone who is ranked lower than captain captain if they are in control of that ship right so, i get like, that yeah but you would call them captain right or, no i get that call, that's yeah. that's boat etiquette like right. like literally so if a naval if a naval officer jumped on my boat and he like is runs a fucking aircraft carrier but he needed to hitch a ride from me yeah. he would refer to me as captain even if he commandeered my vessel and i'm the one who's still captain and driving that vo- yeah, boat if you, yeah if you're like if i'm you're still captain, captain. That that's literally why that tommy i'm the captain now i am the captain now okay yeah. my point <laughs> is is i'm just trying to figure out so there's the regular dudes on the bottom yeah. and that goes e1 to e9 correct and then there's another group of dudes on top of that and yeah. that is what do you call it? it warrant wa- officers. But it wasn't W2. It was... Warrant 2. Warrant 2. Yeah, warrant 2, 3, 4, 5. Okay. And, then, there, there, and then there's officers, just regular officers. O one through O eleven is the highest we've ever had. And are those above the warrant officers? I th- correct? I, 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 and where in that rank does the, tr- like the true yeah. dude in charge of any one ship, what is he going to be on that thing? Right. So that'll depend. You know, like, is that a warrant five? A warrant five wouldn't be in command of a ship. <laughs> but this is what I yeah, am trying to figure yeah, out. Okay, yeah. So like a warrant five wouldn't be in command of a ship. He would. No one really knows what the warrants do. It's kind. They're kind of they're they're kind of unicorns, right? Like it, you can go like. There's all sorts of like in in the military uh, like comics and Twitter world, like in military social media like warrant officers are these unicorns that no one really ever sees no one knows really? what they really do because really? they're experts and they get shit done but but like they're just so rare right and where and then you know like regular officers you can get a commission by either graduating from college and going through officer candidate school and earning your and spot. so are regular officers above warrant officers i believe they are and i believe that warrant officers have to salute them first but I, I know there's know another division of the military that has like chief petty warrant officer. No, we've got chief petty officer. Navy's got chief petty officer, but other branches also have warrant officers. The air force doesn't. I think it might be the Marines. I don't. And, and that's what, my point is like, you guys use so many of the same words, yeah. but the shit is so convoluted for each branch right. and how so their verbiage thing, and rankings work. That when, when it's I was all the Sam, same shit, but the lingo is so yeah, convoluted. The ling- yeah. The lingo varies from branch to branch. And it's so, so convoluted. The, the chiefs, the chiefs in where I, when I was stationed in San Diego, loved having to call anyone on Lackland air force base because chief in the air force is an E nine. Like you're chief master sergeant and they call you chief. Whereas in the Navy at E seven, which there is a lot more of you are called chief. So when a chief calls an air force base and says, 
hi, this is Chief So-and-so. Everyone on the other end of the line, pit, pit, their ears prick up because they're like, shit, I'm talking to like an E9. Wow. They're not. It's fun. That's hilarious. Yeah. That's exactly what I'm talking about, yeah. though, is that kind of weird yeah. little shit. And like, you can be a, a captain in the Navy outranks a captain in the Army by like three ranks. Right. You know, like, it's just different. And then, like, we, we, the Navy shares their rank structure with the Coast Guard, like, perfectly. Uh, the Marines are different from the The army. Marines are super different. The yeah. Marines, the Marines do everything their own way. Yeah. Like, when you get into, and like, we, the. We rely on them for that. The, when you get into, like, the, 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 the Navy SEALs and shit, and then you get into the Marine version of that yeah Marine there's recon and there, yeah like there's all their exactly shit. they have the recon force and then they have another one i forget the name of what it i think it's i want to say special operations or something yeah, like that but it's mean, not special operations yeah. it's something like that though but one's called recon and one called something else and they're it's so hilarious because like it's confusing for them <laughs> yeah absolutely like Dude. like like there's only a few dudes that have been around long enough to understand what job you did if you were a Marine in this special forces argument yeah. 20 years ago versus what I'm doing now. Right. Like there's only a handful of dudes that would be able to go, oh, no, I know. exactly. So we're in this one. This, is, this would be yeah. the version of what you did back then or vice right. versa. Most guys, you, you were in the Marines 25 years ago, special forces. I'm in it now. Most guys, it would be like a four-hour conversation between us just to discuss <laughs> the the 20 to 25-year difference in our evolution of our own special forces, unlike right. the SEALs, unlike the Green Berets, unlike every other branch right. of the military. Yeah, the I Marines nearly, is so fucking I, I, confusing, dude. I, I nearly stuck my foot in my mouth so hard one time. I was at a school, and it's a what we call a purple environment where it's... Uh, uh, all the different branches, right? And this uh, army dude. Call that a purple environment? Yeah. Uh, so the army dudes w wear berets. They wear these black berets. And like the airborne guys have a maroon beret. And then this, uh, this sergeant one day showed up wearing a green one. Hold on. Say that again. I just want to make sure I'm giving you all my attention. Like the, the army dudes, they wear a beret. Like, you know, the yep. French hat, right? And... Regular army wears a black one. The airborne, the airborne ranger, like airborne infantry, wears a maroon one. And the sergeant showed up one day wearing a green one. And I and I had opened my mouth and I was about to ask, "Why is your beret green?" And then I realized, it's a green beret. Oh shit! <laughs> right? <laughs> oh, he's a green beret. Don't ask him that question. Wow, that would have been embarrassing. Fuck. I wow. <laughs> yeah, cuz that seems super obvious right. now that you say it. Yeah. But I'm imagining him walking in and I'm going to I I almost would have like if I already know what theirs are, I'd been like, "So why right. is yours green?" Right. Right. Holy like, oh. fuck. You're like, "No, wait. No, no, no." No, no. Just let this slow one down a minute. <laughs> right. That's a cautionary tale yeah. right there. That's yeah. a that's a tale for people to learn to <laughs> slow down. <laughs> Better to be a fool and quiet than to speak a fool and remove all doubt, as they say. <laughs> You're always full of good quotes. I know. If only I could take them to heart. You sure you don't want a beer? 
They're super yeah, I think light. I'll have a beer. Uh, try one of these if you like, um, like a Bud Light, right? If you like that style. And then there's the other ones in there called Old Trusty. Yeah, and that's, dude, these are actually pretty good. They're light beers, but they're that shitty light beer style. You know what I mean? So when I say shitty beer, that's what I mean. Yeah. But I like them because they don't get you drunk. You got to drink a lot of them. You know what I mean, though? Like, you drink a heavy IPA or, like, some of that other shit, and it's, like, four in, and you're just fucking tanked. Right. Or even one in, and you got a thick buzz. Right. You're like, oh, fuck, dude. Right, right. That's the nice thing about beer is there's options. Yeah, dude. I love it, man. Yeah, most wine is just going to get you drunk. Yeah. Like, like there's not light wine. I mean, there probably is, but. Dude, I got to say, I fucking love sake. I love sake. Centers only carries like two bottles of it. Oh, I should fucking pour you a little bit of that whiskey. Can I? Pour us a little tiny bit. Just a tiny little taste. All right. Unfortunately, it's going to be in those little plastic cups. That's fine. That's fine. Yeah, we'll do a little, little. I think these ones are dirty, but I see some little snifter. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Pete. Pete Chimney. I forget the forget who makes it. It was really fucking good. I ended up almost killing that entire bottle that night on accident. I was like, oh yeah, I remember I used to really like drinking scotch all the time. I gotta find somewhere that actually sells this in a vicinity where I can find it. And I gotta go get some because I ran through this a little faster than I intended. <laughs> But, I was going to say, I remember him being on and talking about it, and then I saw the bottle over there. I was like, fuck, dude, he's been enjoying it, too. That a boy. I really have. Bottle. Thank you, Tim. I appreciate it. Thank I'm you, gonna, Tim. I'm going to buy a, a new Suntory. bottle now soon. Okay, cool. And that's that. Now, if you look up yeah, there to the right. Yeah, there's another over there. Yep, that and Toki. that's the Toki, and the Toki is like half the price. So, nice. And that wasn't cheap. That bottle up there wasn't cheap. So it's a very, very appreciative gift. And I haven't shared it with any of the peasant guests. Ooh. It's only been the VIPs, but uh, <laughs> I've already had a few of them, you know, so I appreciate it, man. This was a real honor. Probably the, the nicest gift that someone's brought me on Other the podcast so presence. far. I mean, you do do, you you do, you, you, you do. Ooh. either free or dirt cheap setups for me on my guitar, so... There's always yes, that. I, I do that. Ooh. It's so smooth, dude. Yeah. It it's so good. good. Yeah, it smells very good. It's one of the I'm only really, whiskeys really out there. I'm really glad I didn't lose my sense of taste or smell with COVID. Yeah, dude. Uh, did you hear my wife just told me earlier today? Um, who's that woman who sang that song on the uh, Metallica song? Hmm. Mary... Marianne Faithful. Yes. She said she can't <laughs> sing anymore. Oh, no shit. Yep. She's like, I lost my singing voice. Damn. Yep. Well, I could have told her that on The Memory Remains. No, I mean post-COVID. <laughs> oh, really? Like, literally. She's Damn. like, no, she, I can't got, sing anymore. Wow. She's like, I literally That's can't terrible. sing. That's I terrible. don't have a singing voice anymore. That was her fucking... Man, I... I my apologies to Marianne Faithful for being in. Yeah, that was a that. dick move, Dalton. I was trying to be an edgelord, and I was. You went too fucking went, far, bro. I went bro. too fucking far. How could I, how could I 
take something from a musician like uh, that. You know what though? Really? I think to be honest, I think you that I think you just earned your edge lord <laughs> badge. Like I don't think you can be an edge lord unless you actually go over the edge. I think I did go over the edge. That's yeah. the first time. That's the first seriously seen... fucking rude thing I've ever heard you say. <laughs> have you seen Dick? <laughs> have you seen the new uh Amazon series for the Tick? Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, the, the Edge Lord character in that is so fucking dude. Perfect. I'm I'm it's fully so, current on the Tick. I, I love it. I need I need to finish watching it because it's it's fucking good. I I, I, watch, I remember watching that as a cartoon as a kid and I loved it then. So do you? When did you first see the Tick? This not the cartoon. This version. Oh, just like just like a month or two. Okay. Ago. Okay. Oh my god. Yeah. Oh my god. Great. Great. <laughs> so I think these online streaming services. I think Amazon accidentally did something brilliant. I think so too. And they beta tested it and then dropped it. Really? Is what they did is they literally aired pilots. Yeah. And then and then waited. Yeah. To see how well that pilot did and then if it did well enough, they picked up the show. So I literally watched the pilot episode of The Tick and then yeah. I had to wait like 2 years yeah. before they did the fucking episode. Before or I'm sorry, before they did the full, full season. Series. Yeah. Brilliant. Brilliant. Like, like let us decide. Well, what's funny? How? Is, do, why is it? Because going back to the social dilemma thing, the root of that documentary gets to that. There's 50 programmers in a room that made these algorithms. Yeah. That decide how we interact with information and each other. Right. My point is. That's basically how our content in Netflix is decided and Amazon is it's five execs sitting in a room deciding what's worthy of going on their platform. That's right. why people love YouTube and all these other things, right? Right. So why wouldn't you just do what Amazon's doing? Just make the pilot. You're already right. making the pilot. Right. Air it. Yeah. If the viewers love it, do it. Right. If they right. don't. They're not having to work. The, the advertising revenue isn't coming from. Right. commercials every and if they and don't minutes. if they don't but, but you, you know, really believe in it then still launch it dude, if you're like i'm telling you this is a great idea we're still green lighting la- go for ten, it the last 10 years have all but ruined network television for me like i the like, only thing they're good impossible. for anymore is sports yeah that, i mean that's about what we use it for i i, I channel surf and i always end up on public television because that's the most interesting thing to me because I'm old now and I grew up on public television yeah, I, anyway. To be honest, but, I really only watch it for like local channels. Yeah. Local I mean it was important during George Floyd too for local news and Right. That's what I was that, gonna say. Local it, news. It's, it's, it's and about sports. the only way to get uh, a reliable weather forecast too. Like if there's a if there's a blizzard coming down, like our like that that's what really threw me was when we first moved back, when I first moved back, uh winter was coming and I didn't have like over the air television. So I didn't know how much snow was. I couldn't find like it was next to impossible to find how much snow was coming. What the, like a a real detailed, tell me what's going to happen here. Even on a smartphone, even on a smartphone. It's so hard. It was so it's yeah. And it all brings you to like national weather services, fucking the weather channel, which none of that shit's accurate. We need local yeah, I need to know what's happening. And here. you need access to all three of them in real time because yeah. you have to like figure out which one's right. Because Minnesota weather, at least, yeah, one out of our what would you say three or four? You yeah. got four, five, nine, yeah. and eleven. Yeah, four. I think big four: NBC, CBS, uh, ABC, and, and Fox, and Fox for for yeah. local news and weather. For, for the local big four. For local yeah. news and weather, the, yep. we got four. Yeah, one out of those four is always right. 
and the other three is always wrong. Yeah. And the catch is or it's reverse. like a slot machine. Yeah. It's not it's not like Fox is always right. Right. No, you pull a lever every yeah. time you get the weather and you have to guess <laughs> which one is fucking the correct. So you, oh, man. you need that data in real time. Yeah. And you need a yeah. lot of it. And the only way to get that quickly is, is knowing to have, is to have a dad who is from Minnesota who's going to call you regardless because of he's you sitting there in front of the TV <laughs> at nine o'clock <laughs> to ten o'clock and caught all oh my four. God. My dad, I, I'd be. Uh, I'd tell my parents I was going. Or you get the paper. I'd, I'd, I'd call my parents and the, tell them the local yeah, paper. The local paper. I'd, I'd call my parents and tell them I was going camping for the weekend, and I'd get a call on like, at like ten o'clock on Friday night, like, "Hey, it's going to rain there in like two hours. You might want to make sure your 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 tarp your 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 rain flies on tonight." And I was like, "Dad, I also have access to weather information. I know, <laughs> you know, you know but if this is why you want if." I love you. Thanks for calling. <laughs> oh, thanks. Yeah. Yeah, next time, just go. Thanks, Dad. <laughs> what? Don't know what I'd do without you. <laughs> they have. They did, Actually, don't do that because that means going to be butts. like I worry about they that. They did kid. save our butts last uh, last summer. We were picking up Marley and driving back up here, and they called when we were in like Burnsville, and they're like, "Where are you?" Like, uh, pulling, like just past Buck Hill. What's up? Like, there's a serious thunderstorm coming right now. Really? And, I, and I'm like, yeah, I'm at the top of Buck Hill. I can see it. <laughs> but how bad is it? He's like, it's bad. So like, either like stop right now or get home quickly. And I was like, okay, that's that's pertinent information. Thank you. I wasn't yeah, actually, dope. you know, listening to checking the weather on my way home. On Dude, a, some of this day. technology shit's really cool, man. It really like, is. My my friend had like her dad was on his bike and they were going to meet him for dinner at some bar or restaurant or something. Yeah. And uh he fell off of his bike in a remote bike bike path on the way to go meet them. Oh. And all of a sudden she got a text message saying uh your dad, I mean it said his name, yeah. but your dad uh your dad's uh, Apple Watch has de- detected a hard fall, and nine one one has been dispatched to the scene. You're getting this text message because you've been listed as an emergency contact. Motherfucker hit wow. his head and got knocked out. No shit. Yeah, and the Apple Watch was like this guy called nine one one. Yeah, That's it insane. detected a hard fall. Yeah, the screen was shattered. Yeah, and it still sent out multiple text messages, including the nine one one. Yeah, that's crazy. It's like that's pretty cool. Yeah, yeah. There's, also, there's some, fucking terrifying. There's some real good that that comes of these. If things. you're an old person, get an Apple Watch. Right. If you're <laughs> young, got if you're young and trying to live a life without the government knowing where you're at at all times, yeah, that's, don't that's, get an Apple man, Watch. The number, of, the number of Speaking of conspiracy theories, my favorite was the uh, the COVID vaccine chip schematic got floated around. Did you see this? Like the five G microchip they were putting in the that they're putting in the COVID vaccine. You mean that they're not putting in the COVID vaccine, right. but that idiots believe they yeah, are. Yeah, that's yeah. It's been spread spread around like that. It was actually the schematic for the Boss MT two Metal Zone Distortion pedal. That's awesome. And I was like, fuck, I gotta get one. 
That's amazing. And then like scratch off metal zone and just put vaccine on it. That's know? amazing, dude. <laughs> like, because I hope people understand that technology is nowhere near close right. to like, being feasible. Microtech exists, and I'm sure the people at DARPA are doing some amazing things they can't talk about, but like that that shit's just not. They would never understand? be able to put a chip that small in your bloodstream. Yeah. It would kill you like so fast. I mean, if it was, I mean. They put shit in your bloodstream all the time, but like liquids. Yeah, but like a small enough solid could float through your bloodstream pretty easily, dude. Uh, uh, if it's any, small, if it's smaller, any than, decent size air bubble can kill you. Right, but no, I'm t- like if we're talking like I-, I think it's entirely possible to develop the technology to have something smaller than a blood cell floating around someday. Floating around. Y- yeah, absolutely someday. We're yeah. nowhere near uh, yeah. there. I think we're probably look how big my cell phone still is. <laughs> That's because they got bigger, remember? I know. They used to be smaller than this. <laughs> then they got bigger again. Yeah. Give me this fucking... I believe in a lot of these conspiracies, but some of them are laughable. Right. And is what scares me is how many people think it's legit. Like, yeah. Like, I know smart people that are like, dude, I'm telling you that 5G, it's fucking you guys up. Like, no, it's not. Well, and then I had another buddy call me. And he's and I was like, "What do you mean, you guys? How come you don't get affected by the five G? You know?" And he's like, "Oh, because I'm not on it." And I was like, "Well, neither am I." And he's like, "Well, yeah, but you like got the towers by you and shit." And I was like, "Whatever, dude." And then <laughs> and then here's the thing: is I had another smart buddy call me, and he's like, "Dude, I was going through like two three weeks of hell, and because I had gotten this new phone, yeah, and I've been hearing this shit about this five G thing." He's like, so I went deep into my phone and turned off the 5G and went back to 4G. And he was like, within three days, my life was back to normal. And I was like, bro, maybe, but also um, the placebo effect. Yeah, that, yeah. Like, like if you're that worried about it, like, you, you'll work yourself into it. And that's, that I was, don't think he was worried about it. I think it but, was but, something but it, that he found think, as a solve. Right. That's why I say placebo effect, because right. he turned he, off the it's, 5G it's, it's and, and believed that was right. it. It's and so, therefore, that was it. You know, it's obviously on his mind. If you can will yourself into a sickness, you can will yourself right. into health. Right. right. Really. I mean, really, they say that. They say <laughs> laughter and humor and love yeah. are the best healers. Yeah, like, absolutely. If somebody gives up their fucking will, yeah. they, they typically don't recover from injuries, yeah. things yeah. like that. Like, yeah. like, it has a direct response. So, I just don't believe that it was actually psyching them out because i have a 5g right. router like i hope people understand what 5g is it's yeah, just five just, gigahertz yeah most of us have 5.1 gigahertz routers in our fucking houses for our internet I, I, nowadays I, I thought it stood for fifth generation no it's 5.1 it's 5.1 gigahertz and then the other one i have is 2.4 gigahertz it's just it's just gigahertz they're just jumping up in speed that's what it is it's speed gigahertz Gigahertz isn't speed, it's a frequency though. Right, at a frequency at which you can transmit speeds. That's why your 5.1 gigahertz channel is faster on your router than your 2.4 gigahertz. They're both Wi-Fi. Yeah, no, it's at different frequencies. Na- it's so named because it's the fifth generation of wireless networking technology. What's the speed of it? How many gigahertz is it? Cuz that I didn't know that. That's surprising. You're right. Well, you know, here's a fun one. Well, do you know why they call it Wi-Fi? Um, I did know this, but I can't remember. My dad. It's wireless something. Nope. 20 gigabits per second for 5G. Wi-Fi 
was it 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 doesn't mean anything. It does, it's not short for anything. It's just what they decided to call it. Oh really? Yeah. Interesting. Like I didn't. I thought it was wire. Like it. Everyone assumes it's wireless fidelity or wireless something. No, it's just what what they came up with. It just that's what we'll call it. Cool. That's what we'll call it. That's really cool, actually. It's the first time that's ever happened. They yeah. just made up a name. Well, other I mean, than Google. I mean, they've, there's there's other things that are kind of like that, where they just like, like Bluetooth was the same way. Like there was like they just needed a good name for that technology, something that would stick, and Bluetooth stuck, and they went with that rune, hmm. that little Russian rune, or not Russian, Interesting. Norse rune. To, that shit never you know. happens. Well, and like, like, it does though. I mean, it's part like stand the. It's like that you, you that lock on all electronics. Like these people meet up like once a year and try and standardize things so you don't have eighteen companies doing eighteen different things. That's why we all had like a a, a bucket full of cords and cables from all the different computers because nothing connected to anything. You know, like standardizing USB ports and shit like that. Like super important for for things to be able to work. You right. know. Fucking yeah! People, people making lists of all the things they need to connect together. And there's so so much technology already available that people just aren't even applying. Like I remember when wireless charging was being talked about. Yeah. And my buddy, I asked him, I was like, "How how is how are they doing this?" And his answer was, "They have to have some sort of diodes." Yeah, you know, like the, copper the diodes. Yeah, on like the back a, like, of the case or phone. Yeah, in that the connect phone. to something. Yeah, and it's like no. It was literally when you see a fucking arc of electricity jump from one diode to another. It's yeah. that, but just at an extremely low voltage yeah. Yeah. with a glass backing because it, it can just go th- straight through. I mean, yeah. my you're just not seeing it. Right. That's all that's happening. Yeah. That's the only difference. And it's like, so again, that technology had been around for a long time. Somebody it, just crazy. figured out how to apply it differently. Right. That's exactly That it. wasn't even new technology. And, what, and what's crazy, what's even crazier is how uh how seamless it can be like when we were when we were looking for our car we went to a a bunch of different lots as we were shopping you know and we looked at a brand new like top of the line modern minivan and holy shit these things are fucking spaceships dude like it's insane like the the 1992 Dodge Caravan one heavy sliding door nonsense that I grew up with those yeah. days are long fucking gone right like this shit has like you know, there's there's screens everywhere. The storage is ama- The storage space is incredible. Like the center console that used to be like just either like an open space or just like completely cluster fucked with a with a with a console. Mm-hmm. Uh, they they've got them designed now where they have wireless phone chargers built into them. So like you don't yeah. need, you don't need to worry about plugging anything in. It's, yeah. it's all wire. It's all wi- It's got the Bluetooth. It wireless charging. Yeah, you literally just set your phone down. Yeah. A USB slot to throw a stick with eighty-seven movies on it. Yeah, you know it's what. Like, if we had fifty thousand dollars laying around, I'd I would have bought the fucking thing. I know, right? You know, like that's so. I take all the seats out of the back, turn it in, and like yeah, put storage space under there. Have a sleeping platform, and like talk about a fucking adventure mobile. Hell yeah, it's pretty incredible. Yeah, they uh they got RVs like that too. Oh yeah, Kate and I oh, were yeah. looking at those. And I was like, I don't want to do a fifth wheel. I don't want to do something where I have to buy a big-ass truck right, right. to haul it as well. I'd rather just have something that drives itself, the Winnebago style, yeah, and then tow a very small car behind it. Right. 
So then when we decide we're going to be somewhere, we just putz around in that little thing. Right. Otherwise, you got to unhook the fifth right. wheel and then you're driving a truck around. Right. And exactly. potentially still towing a small car around. Right. Which at that point, it's like, what's the point of the fifth wheel? Yeah. My, my parents are talking about and, and planning on uh, becoming nomads here pretty soon. They just bought, uh, a, they upgraded their RV again this year. They're starting to like get rid of shit. They just texted me yesterday asking if I wanted a couple of sleeping bags, and they're, they're nice, like old sleeping bags, but my brother snagged them up. Oh. But, like, yeah, it's it's insane, because, like, I've watched them go through, you know, st- they started with, like, a tiny little, like, 12-foot thing, and then they were like, well, you know, the 13th footer's just a little, it's like, we liked the design layout of that one a little bit better. You know what, we should probably go to the... 20 footer because then we can actually get around the bed in the back before we go to bed at night instead of having to crawl over each other you know what we've been in this this guy for we've been doing this a while now we know how to do this let's finally just upgrade to the airstream and they got dude the airstreams are ridiculous (laughs) so nice yeah and and the biggest thing about them is is the amount of natural light they let in you know like because they tend to be like cold dark boxes right but if you get like some actual windows up high in those curves of that beautiful curved aluminum yeah and 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 almost immediately after they got that airstream they were like we didn't realize how high the elitism was because airstream owners call every other uh rv an sob it's some other brand (laughs) like wow holy shit i can see your fucking brain your nose is so high that's wild (laughs) like wow that's that's bananas. I mean, it, it's like somebody's got to take offense to that and start another brand that rivals Airstream. Oh, good luck. You know what I mean? I mean, it, part part of the Airstream thing is their their iconography in American culture. You know, you see they're, in, Cute. they're unmistakable. Cute story. I know. Nothing more that there's nothing I got more that American line directly from their marketing. There's department. nothing more American than a good old fashioned rivalry. Mm-hmm. Isn't it though? For real, though, it's true. It's 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 what's tearing us apart. <laughs> uh, but it's also what built us. True. I mean, it's also how we got here. It's also why we're literally still the most powerful military I'm not, I'm not force gonna, in the world. I don't think we're we. I don't think there's any sort of argument to be made about whether competition is good or bad. It fucking is. So yeah. you know, it's it's both. <laughs> yeah, it, I mean, it, it bring, competition brings the best great. and the worst Losing out of sucks. us. That's that. That's it. Yeah. Winning's great. Losing sucks. And a lot of people do some dirty shit to win too. So, oh, yeah. like I said, it brings out the worst and the best in us on both sides of the fence. But uh, tell people what you're up to now. You got the YouTube channel up and running, or what? Uh, I'm working on it. I'm. Wor- I've got a couple of ideas in the works. Um, and I'm working on putting together the content for them. So you got uh, one video up, right? Just a first take Friday yeah, challenge just, from Reddit. Just a just a quick little thing of me shredding a little bit and i've got uh some other ideas i'm working and that's, on that's your channel is just your name right yeah it's just, just dalton, dalton lightkeeper if you search me on youtube that's who you'll 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 find me i don't have much up yet but i will soon i'm working on it but so, you do do lessons i do lessons i do private lessons uh i also do, 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 do. what else do i do i also go to school so and we got a record coming out soon. We got a we we got a record we've been working on for a minute here. Yeah, it's been too long, but now we're finally everybody's starting to get settled. Yeah. Like up here, we we dealt with two things, twofold. We dealt with the pandemic and then George Floyd. 
Yeah, and then the that result, was a hell of a one and then the resulting aftermath. Yeah, the lockdown, and then the and then the election, and then another lockdown. It's just been hard to focus on anything when you're trying to not focus on everything. Yeah, and know? it seems like every month someone's getting COVID. Yeah, close to us or near us or something yeah. like. I, I don't know how many people I know that have had to go into quarantine because they came into close contact. Yeah. But didn't get it. Yeah. It's but just I mean, ridiculous. It, take it seriously, though. It fucking sucks. You don't it's want brutal. it. Yeah. You don't want it. It's You're brutal. probably going to get it, though. So take your precautions and just take your vitamin D. Hopefully you uh can slow it. You know, that's what because there's more strains out there now, too. So this yeah. shit, I don't think this shit's ending anytime soon, but. Let's wrap it up here, dude. Yeah, bud. All right, guys. Thank you very much. Make sure you like, subscribe. Uh, you can follow me on social media. It's all Jared Singer Live. Just wherever you search, it's Jared Singer Live. Um, if you're listening on audio, make sure you go to YouTube um, and find the Jared Singer Extravaganza and subscribe to that as well. Thank you to all the international listeners. I appreciate it so much, you guys. You guys are the best. Um, yeah. Peace out.